0: are listening to the Cornish Soccer Rappo and Deke's Friday Fix.
1: It's a Friday, which means, of course, that it's time for another Rappo and Deke's Friday Fix podcast. This is episode eight of series two on the 20th of September, 2019. And after last week's broadcast success, I can again see my co-host as once more I'm in the house of Rappo. So after three... We are taking
2: over your airwaves
3: in three, two, one. one, one, one. Come in, Rappo. <laughs> Afternoon, Deeks. <laughs> nice to have you again, mate. Nice to have you.
1: I don't think we need to wave to each other. Yeah. Well, I thought after last week's chilli made by uh, the man himself, uh, this week, I think, what, what's on the menu?
3: Yeah, Rachel's lasagna this week, though. No. Right, probably be a bit better in my chili, mate. I reckon. Oh, I'm just gonna ask, is it going to be as good as uh, what was served up seven days ago? Oh, thank you very much, mate. Yeah, um, yeah, it, it will definitely be better than that, mate. <laughs> in football terminology, the crossbar has been set high. Yeah, well, she's Premier League, mate. In cooking terms, <laughs> I'm probably about League Two, Dave. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, right, yeah. Once again, I'm here as the uh, Cornwall
1: County youth have a trial match this evening at uh, nearby St. Blaise, and so. I'll be shooting off to Blaze Park, but uh, not until after dinner has been served. Of course, (laughs) pleasure, mate. Right. So, what have we got this
3: week? Um, Can you remember any of it or not? Yes, David. Well, we've got we've got Cam, mate, and we and Phil. Um, Our usual, uh, usual. Yeah, well, they're no. on every week, yeah.
1: so you shouldn't be <laughs> yeah,
3: able to remember no, that. No, yeah. <laughs> no, mate, no, I think you've got some good interviews here today, I'll, I'll let you... Who uh, we got? We've got... we mate, haven't you? Yeah. Reg, we, uh, Reg, mate, is
2: on,
3: isn't Oh, he? yes. Yeah. yeah. We've got a history-making
1: event at Wendron to touch on. We just uh, very briefly yeah. mentioned that one. We've got an interview with a table-topping step-six manager, you've already said, Chris Knight of uh, AFC St. Austell. Do you call it AFC St. Austin or St. Austell? Nah, St. Dave,
3: isn't it? Uh, it's a weird
1: one, though, because yeah. officially it is the AFC St. Yeah. St. Austell, isn't it? So
3: AFC Bournemouth, mate, yeah. it? And FC yeah. Barcelona. So, alphabetically, I yeah. I mean, they come first. Come out the Vaz draw, mate. Uh, number one in the pot, mate,
1: maybe. Oh, that'd be interesting. <laughs> yeah. So, we've got Chris Knight. Uh, we've got another
3: Peninsula League manager, Reg Hamley, as you said. Uh, Doing the job for 29 seasons. Oh, incredible, Dave, isn't it? Good old Reg, mate. <laughs> Top bloke in as well, mate. Brilliant. I
1: like his comment, which we'll listen to later, about why he still got the job as well. <laughs> um, right, and, and uh, so that's Reg. And also, well, our Helstone Athletics youth squad, uh, they're getting ready to take on Street in this season's FA Youth Cup on Tuesday. We speak to one half of the management team, Martin Daughtry, about that. And now, nah, of course... Did Rappo rise to the challenge set last week? Don't tell us. No, no. Mate. Don't tell us <laughs> why you didn't or why you might have. Did he get to talk to one of the podcast favourites, Phil Reese of Well? We'll keep them in suspense, Rappo, shall we? And uh, on, your fans will have to wait and listen. <laughs> so yeah. what do you make of that list then? Any, anyone Pretty
3: you want to listen to? Pretty that that impressive, mate. Yeah, yeah. All of them, mate. Yeah, that'd be an uh, interesting little listen that mate
1: right we're continuing to get around the 300 mark uh, a little bit less last week yeah. i don't know why that is perhaps they all you know turned off with the chili they thought it was a <laughs> cooking, cooking program or not <laughs> i don't
3: know nice weather dave will not it he, yeah. wants, he wants to sit in and listen to us and the sun <laughs> sun <laughs> well, shining that's, that's true <laughs>
1: so yeah just uh, around the 300 mark in listeners um, uh, over the previous seven days of the podcast going live so thanks for yeah. everyone who does listen and of course, uh, don't forget, previous episodes are still available to you, so you don't have to miss any. All you have to do is... What are you do you um, got to
3: do? Go on the old platforms, David. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you explain that one, mate. Oh, uh, <laughs> goodness me. No wonder we haven't got many
1: listeners. We, you search for Cornish Soccer Talking Football on your favourite podcast platform, whether that's iTunes... That's the one, or mate. Spotify yeah. or Anchor. Yeah. We're everywhere, Dave, aren't we? <laughs> we are everywhere, yeah. Right, okay.
4: Your Cornish, Cornish,
1: Cornish. Just before we get stuck into uh, this episode, some more sad news. Mm. Why is it always sad news that I have to But It's um, yeah. but death of Ernie Mills. I don't know if you yeah, knew Ernie at all.
3: Y- yeah, I knew Ernie, mate, you know, through Andy, like Dave, you yeah. Know, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, connected mainly, I think, uh, with the in RBL as a player and after that as a successful manager. But uh, also, he played for Helston Athletic and
3: Farnworth mm-hmm. Town in the South League. Um, yeah, early used to play for They played some good teams, actually, I think, early did, mate. Didn't it? A couple of Farnworth good, good sides that they had. Yeah, they? I mean, I, I first met
1: him actually when I was working for Lloyds Bank and uh, as a cashier, Dennett Poole, um, Dennett Redruth. and uh, he used to come in and uh, pain or whatever over the counter and we always used to have a good chat. When he realised that uh, I was involved in or knew something about football and then I did actually start to play down there for a lugger and uh, every time he came in we had a good old chat and you could see the queue building up behind uh, (laughs) because not everyone was popular or thinking we were popular doing that. But uh, lovely quiet talking man but I I get the feeling he was a bit of a... uh, how, do you, how would you describe it he was energetic on the pitch
3: yeah M- Mills he was as well mate wasn't he mm. Andy was as well he was a sort of 100% player wasn't he box to box yeah really top lad as well
1: so yeah, uh, he's anything con- like his yeah, yeah condolences to all connected with Ernie yeah
3: um,
1: and as you mentioned Andy Mills of course went on to play uh, senior football and I'm sure Ernie was well more than proud of that yeah, as well yeah definitely mate top lad Okay, so we got to crack on. We don't want to overcook uh, the, the uh, no, sanya,
3: do we? <laughs> no, I haven't started it yet, though. Oh, no, I right. thought, I was, I was, yeah, I was going to stick Oof. it in halfway through, mate, because oh. I know you've got to be at some Blazy for six, mate. Good you. It? On, dear. <laughs> it's ten to six now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> right, now, before our first interview, what uh, what about the history-making event uh, I mentioned Here's a short clip of Peter Thorne, someone who has been very instrumental in Wendron United, uh, be what they are today, and addressing the crowd that were at the match on Tuesday, which witnessed the very first match played at Underlane under the new lights.
5: Listen, this place is known as Underlane. But we are not at a park, we are at a stadium, okay? This is now a stadium with our lights. And we've got to record something. And I had a little thought today. And I thought, we can have the Stadium of Light, that's sunless. But we could have the Granite Stadium of Light. Because this place is made of granite. And thanks to Rex Andrews, who did a fantastic job years ago building that wall. So I think we ought to be known. That's the Granite Stadium of light. What do you think? Do no, you like it? Do you like it? No, do you like it? Yeah. I don't think you do like it, but that's what it's going to be. That's what
1: I'm going to call it, all right? All
4: right? So, you do your Twitters or whatever, and Phyllis Cox, set of putting
1: Underlay, it'll be the Granite Stadium of light. Underlay! Okay? Your Cornish sucker Podcast. So, the likes looked good, um, but granite stadium light under wrapper.
3: yeah it's rubbish Dave. Isn't it? <laughs> i think i reckon pete was drunk mate all right you'd had a few that afternoon <laughs> celebrated mate. i think but no nah, fantastic lights though they look they don't they from all the photos and yeah you know and and there are these led
1: ones that yeah they come on instantly so oh, you fantastic. know none of this sort of warming up nah, sort nah. of like so uh, yeah, lights look good, um, brilliant evening, impressive lights, good crowd, 229, yeah,
3: excellent, so uh,
1: excellent. I guess apart from a ground-hopping uh, match there, that's probably one of the best they've had, um, yeah. a good spread laid on for the guests at half-time as well.
3: Yeah, no doubt, mate, Pete's you know, whatever Pete does, he does it well, mate. Don't he, apart from naming his <laughs> granite stadium and light. I mean, there's enough stadium and lights. So, Don't you know, is it Benfica, Sunderland? Well, that's the, why the he's sliders, added to granite. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, so, yeah, you know that straight. wall along the, the, the oh, one side yeah,
1: of the yeah, pitch? yeah. So. yeah.
3: I can I can see what Pete's see the saying. Logic. Yeah, and yeah, it's logical, yeah, it's logical, but uh, unbelievable what he's done, though, isn't it? For Wendron, and Dave, I mean, over the years to make it what it is today. Just the shame, like Kev couldn't have been there, mate. Yeah, you know, wanted to see it. And yeah, hopefully he was looking down on them lights, mate, wasn't he? That, yeah, yeah. Just That's a shame it.
1: about the, about that, and also Penzance. Well, party poopers. Yeah,
3: ruined the party, didn't they, mate? <laughs> yeah they got a good side, Dave. Really are looking at the teams, you know, on paper, you know, Barry and goal and that, you know, Kev Lawrence still doing well, and he, Kev and that. you know, look down through the team, Cheesy, it's not a bad side, Dave, is it really, to be fair? Cheesy, no. Cheesy's in the back line now. Is he, mid-back yeah. mate, is So it? he's going to play anywhere, quality. further now. and further. Yeah. Being goal next mate be kicking back oh, actually out. barry will be outfield yeah, really? yeah yeah oh yeah Barry's. he good doesn't outf- mind that no that's true mate he's good <laughs> outfield player <laughs> Barry. <man>. so
1: that's <laughs> true okay so granite stadium of light mm. underline anyone got any thoughts Do you know how to get hold of us tweet us email um and etc etc right so how's the week been for Truro city to tell us is our friend cam weldon it's again been late excitement for the City supporters.
6: Yeah, it's been a, well, dramatic week or so, really, with Truro in terms of games. Obviously, we, had the, obviously we spoke last week about the FA Cup, and there was the late penalty, Hammond saved it. And um, But yeah, it's a, obviously, we had the game on Saturday against Gough Football Borough at home, um, and if I'm honest with you, David, it's one of the worst games of football I've watched in, well, many a year, to be honest. It was a it was dire really, neither team were really, um, well, it was one of those games where you said if you if you had to write a match report, you'd struggle to get 50 words in it, so, uh, <laughs> but, um, if that's pretty honest, but you Lewis Rooney, 97th, 98th, ooh, it doesn't really matter what minute, but, um, it was a, he managed to just latch onto the ball and hammer it in and gave us three points, which was, well, <laughs> a game that was pretty much, well, dire, and it had nil nil written all over it, to so actually nick it right at the end, it was a, Three points for City, yeah. Why was there so many uh
1: minutes added on? Was there an injury or just time wasted or what?
6: Well, your guess as good as mine, Dave. I'm honest. Um, oh, <laughs> we, me and uh, me and Matt Allen from Radio Cornwall sat in the media, uh, we were looking at thinking, Where, how, why are we still playing? Because obviously, it was we got to like nine five minutes added on, we're thinking oh ref just blow up this is awful let's blow up and go home but for some reason the game kept going on I think there was an injury he was only down for 30 seconds so I don't really get where he got the five or eight added minutes or whatever it was so um, but either way Petrero I think those minutes counted. and Lewis Rooney who's uh, had a difficult few weeks well a few weeks even a few years even with injury um, popped up the goal and Big moment and three points for City.
1: Then uh, there was the game against Wimborne Town uh, just a couple of days later. Uh, now, a few things to talk about in that game though. First of all, Gaffati, uh, red card. What was that for then?
6: Um, yeah, that was, to be honest, there's no arguments for that one, Dave. Um, it was a ball over the top, really, and he got beat for, well, beaten for pace, really, and the guy, the striker, was through on goal, and um, obviously. Graffiti thought that it's a risk that he had to take and it was just t- took one from the team really pulled him back and um, there's no arguments really last man it's a straight red card isn't it so um, there's no arguments I think Truro there was no complaints from Graffiti himself or any of the players So,
1: uh, and what was the score at that stage
6: uh, it was two. Uh, it was one all. Sorry, it was one 0 And um, from that resulting free kick, off oh, this was the ironic right part. He took the man out and, uh, thinking he'd saved the goal, and ironically <laughs> from the free kick, their striker um, hammered it in with a strike that, well, it was brilliant. Hammond had absolutely no chance. A quality strike, and uh, that was two one at the stage.
1: <laughs> oh, right, and then of course uh, uh, a goal. What ten minutes or so from time, a uh, penalty, uh, fair decision by the ref or not?
6: Oh, this is the argument. This is the argument. sake here, Dave, because I'm sure Wimble will probably tell you otherwise. But um, from my point of view, I didn't think... that They had a penalty in the first half, and I didn't think... Oh, sorry, second half. I didn't think their penalty was a penalty at all. Um, I don't think... I think it was Jamie Richards that was penalised. I didn't think he did anything wrong. And uh, if I'm honest, I don't think Truarez was a penalty either. Um, Nile Thompson, he did brilliantly well, in fairness to Nile. He uh, beat about four players and dribbled through them. But... Um, he does this thing we were talking about it on the way home and he when he goes he never goes in directly into the box when he runs he always seems to, have to
2: run along the
6: length of the box if that yeah, makes sense yeah. so he goes along the outside of it and in that scenario he the foul from my eyes looked like it was just outside the box but mm. uh, the referee obviously thought differently and gave us a penalty
1: alright and I didn't realise uh, Wimborne had a penalty that, and, and they presumably scored from that one did they?
6: Yeah, yeah. So obviously we were one. We had an own goal yeah. in the first half, and uh, so it was one-nil half time. And we would we had a number of chances to kill it off, really, first 20 minutes, of the second half. And um, I think they got a penalty on the hour mark. Really, it was the first real chance they threatened, to be honest. Um, and obviously they scored it. And then I think it was eight minutes later they uh, got the graffiti, got himself sent off, and it was the, the free kick. And like Tez said, 10 minutes to go. Jeff got stood up from the penalty spot and sent the keeper the wrong way. and... A draw in the end, which I think that was ten men, and the scenario true, in, I think they'll take that.
1: Yeah, and I think uh, I think we might have ended last week's podcast uh, this uh, chat with the uh, the fact that you know a win at home and a draw away would be uh, a- acceptable, so uh,
6: four points gained rather than two lost. Yeah, definitely, Dave. I look at it and think the fact that we were... Well, a lot of us were thinking we were destined for a draw. Um, obviously, with the 96th batted minute and a still nil-nil, you don't, you're not really hoping for much. Most of the fans had left the ground as it was, so um, that was definitely two points gained in that one. And last night, you could have said we we, we could have said we could have killed the game off for the uh, first 60 minutes or so. Um, we did have chances to do so. But obviously, we didn't take that. But on the other hand, scenario of it, second half things change. Obviously, the, down to 10 men. Two one down. I think with ten minutes to go to get the penalty in score, um, and Hammond did make a good save in eighty eighth minute or something. So I'd say that's again that's another point. Well, it's another point game and four points from six. I Can't really complain about that with the games in was it four days? It's not. Um, that we have happy with that. And obviously, big FA Cup game on Saturday.
1: Yeah, uh, third in the table. Now before we talk about very quickly talk about the FA Cup, we uh, just a couple um, sort of. Uh, bits of news on the player front now first of all Alex Battle is, is back at the club
6: yeah um, that was announced uh, before the game yesterday as was about um, two o'clock it got announced and it's a good signing if I'm honest like Dave he's one of these players He's a, he was with us last year for a spell um, and personally I thought he was quite a good player but um, he didn't really seem to play the position he wanted to uh, he spent a lot of the time in the midfield when from what I gather he's like a, more of a winger slash striker so um Obviously, then that's where he played last night. Ironically, up top. So, and he did well. He had chances last night, Alex. So, um, I think he's a good addition. Uh, We've needed a striker. That's probably the weakest area we've got in the squad. To bring another striker in, I think that's just a bonus, really.
1: And and that's a permanent, Sonny, isn't it? Uh, He's he's no longer at Argo, is he?
6: No, um, he got released from Argo in the summer. And if I'm not well, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty certain he. trial at Bristol Rovers over the summer. Um and was with Bristol Rovers for a short while. I don't think he ever signed anything, but um obviously he's he's our player now. He's signed i f I'm not sure what the contract basis is, but he is a true Truro player now, so he's, there's no loan or anything involved.
1: Right. Well that's good news. Now and also I've just picked up on the fact that uh, uh I mean this is obviously sheer rumour at the moment but uh, Tyler Harvey is has left Bath City due to work commitments. Um any chance, any rumours flying around about he might be back at
6: Triu Road or not? Well, I've seen the old thing, Dave, but, like, to be honest, it's... I can't... I don't know. It's all As you said, it's all rumor talk. really. It's like, I, personally, I'd love to see him back. A bloke who scored 25 goals in the National South last season um, is more than good enough to step up. And we were all saying he could have gone into league football, maybe even National League football. So, for him to stay in National South this season was a surprise. But, um if he were to come down to the Southern League I just think I think he'd be he's, he's a brilliant addition I think he'd score goals and as I said a minute ago we lack we've lacked a striker almost this season we don't really have that we have players who get goals do not going to be wrong but we don't have that striker who's going to perhaps get you your 20-30 goals a season which if you want to progress get promoted you do need someone like that so if we can get someone like Tyler in that would be a good addition ok
1: Right, no Saturday Emirates FA Cup, Hereford away, and bring us up to date with what the situation is regarding getting tickets. I, I gather you can get them online.
6: Yeah, I was um, I was well, I find it's quite surprising. But I've been to Hereford a couple number of times, and it's been the same scenario. Um, basically, what the, with ticket wise, you uh, they you can buy them on a day, but unlike unlike most grounds in the. Uh, it's like a league club. It's not like most non-league grounds. You have to actually get tickets from a ticket office because mm-hmm. it's all um, it's all electronic gates and stuff. So uh, you have to you can either buy them online um, and you print either print them off yourself or you just show them your phone. You scan your phone. Yeah. Um, or you lit on the match day. You have to go with a until you have to go to the other side of the ground. Um, to a ticket office and pick up your ticket there and it's literally like going to a league like in a landfill or Old Trafford or something where you literally just have to scan your ticket into the gate and it lets you in so right. uh, very high tech and shows that uh, Hereford have got a bit of um, money and a bit of intent to maybe get back in the football league
1: Ambition yeah that's right and and how are they doing they're doing quite well I think aren't they
6: um, Yeah they're obviously national north side and um, they've had to claw themselves back up through the football pyramid after obviously what happened with a uh, Hereford United So um, For them to start Like a new Essentially a new club really um, They're doing right And they're the favourites By a mile But we've got to look at it And think Last season We drew 0-0 up there With Let's be honest It was a weaker squad Last season than one we've got now And um, We still managed to uh, Get a 0-0 draw there And Obviously We don't want to talk about The replay at Playmore Where we're 3-0 up And lost 4-3 But uh, there, There's no reason Why we can't call them up So I will mention the game against Barnstable has been confirmed as a Tuesday night, it's the 1st of October.
1: All oh, right, right, that's so in that's, the League
6: that's, Cup. That's in the Southern League Cup, yeah, so um, that's, uh, that'll be happening soon. Um, so there's another Tuesday night game, so I, I can't imagine they're going to want another replay, but it'd be good for Truro fans and stuff if you're not making the journey to Hereford, um, it'd be good to have a team on that one and hopefully get a good attendance, but we don't, we're not going to need that day because we're going to get the win and we're going to win on Saturday, aren't we? So yep. don't That's have to worry about replays.
1: That's right. Think positive. Uh, on the positive side, what time are you leaving on Saturday?
6: Um, well, I'm going up. I'm, I'm travelling up with the team on Saturday, and uh, we're we're leaving Tree Road at eight o'clock. So oh, not too bad. Uh, not not too bad. No. So I'll leave my house in front. I'll probably catch about know, uh, just to be safe. I'll probably catch the quarter to seven train from Falmouth. So nice one. Probably about. Yeah, probably half six starts, and like maybe actually six o'clock start something like that, so not too bad.
1: Right. Well, I knew I know you're a student, but hopefully you'll be in bed early Friday night.
6: Of course, Dave. you my I know my mum listens to this, so I'll definitely be in a I'll definitely be asleep by <laughs> half nine. Right. Good one. Okay, thanks for that, Cam.
4: Your cornish
6: Goals,
1: penalties, red card, new signing in the Playoff zone and FA Cup football Saturday, exciting times for the uh, True City supporters. Rapper,
3: brilliant, Dave. Yeah, I, I went to watch the last twenty minutes actually, Dave. Once because obviously you watch the, the Par and Wild Pen Senior Cup game two o'clock. So I thought I'll go and catch. Uh, I was having a meal at the County Arms for. Viv's uh, birthday, mate, you know, the mother in they sponsoring birth- you or something?
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, Candy on. <laughs> okay. hang on, you were going to go to we the was
3: Norway. We were going to go Norway, mate, weren't we? But, but we, no, nah, they wanted to go back in Toronto, mate, you know, it was like shopping and that. So, uh, yeah, I managed to, I thought, oh, I'll go and watch City, mate, managed to, well, I probably watched back 25 minutes, Dave, and it was, you know, agree with Cam, mate, you know, it, it looked awful, mate, it was a lot of off-the-ball stuff going on, niggly, but great finish, mate, from Rooney, 98th minute, mate. Happy days, you know. What good was it see. a header? A no, a shot, mate. Shot? I think that someone had a shot. Did it come? I think the keeper made a save, come back off the keeper, and he just come in, mate, 15 yards, just swept it into the net first time. Great finish, mate. But uh, good to see City getting some more attacking talent, mate, in, in the ranks, mate. Alex Battle. Hmm. Rumours about yeah, Tyler Harvey, You can't yeah. see him coming back I'd like, like to see it Dave wouldn't you but he'll go to Mosul with his brother <laughs> yeah oh,
1: I can't see it actually him... that would be ideal yeah. though because that's what's, what Mosul are
3: all about isn't it trying to get Ex pros yeah. yeah. back into the game. So crikey, imagine Tyler in the southwest of me, mate. <laughs> <laughs> crikey, southwest <laughs> peninsula. Oh, yeah, sorry mate. Yeah, I'm, I'm old school, Dave. Like His I'm dad was in the southwest. Yeah, of that's league. right. Yeah, remember Lee, mate. Played <laughs> for Lee, mate, for Cornwall. Top bloke. Big old ass though, mate. I think Arrowfield, isn't it? So on, yeah, in the cup, I think. Well, they're actually
1: they're not as high up the table as I thought. I, I did yeah. have a quick look after Cam, and I were talking
3: and. um you know, Never it's, it's, yeah, it's, the it's the cup, the, it? Yeah, so, exactly. uh, There's no pressure, Dave, is there? You know, they go there like big underdogs, don't they? So I think games like that in a nice stadium, mate, just go and enjoy it, can't you? And yeah. see what happens, mate, like you say, in the cup. Yeah, yeah. Good luck. True. Okay, so uh, let's look back a
1: moment to, well, we're talking there about FA Cup. Let's look back at the FA Vaz, uh, the re- results from last Saturday. Um, now, the one I was surprised about, Bob Min, uh, They went out after losing at home to Buckland. Yeah, turned over big time. man. it doesn't doesn't sound
3: as if uh, they did anything to, you know, to deserve anything else. No, 4-0, mate. didn't expect, don't usually see a Bob side lose 4-0 at home, do you? One of Gilby's teams lose 4-0.
1: So there was better news for Helston, who go into the first round proper after beating Axminster from the Premier East. Torpoint needed extra time to end Portishead's hopes with Soldash and Falmouth beating fellow Cornish sides, Port Leaven and St. Blaise, respectively. Who does that leave?
3: Camelford, mate. Good spot. Camelford, You're reading yeah. the script, aren't you?
1: <laughs> I, I can tell. <laughs> yeah, Camelford, um, who have now equalled their best for FA Vans experience of four seasons ago by reaching the first round, which uh, meant it was a good reason to get someone on the show from Camelford. Now, when I spoke to Reg Hambly, their manager, about... Uh, must be about twelve months ago, and I mentioned the word podcast. I'm not sure he knew what a podcast was. We don't do that sort of thing up this way, <laughs> but um, they've only just got calculators at Camelford, haven't they? Reg? <laughs> oh, but um, but the league's longest-serving manager couldn't find anyone else to do it. <laughs> so here's Reg. Well, Raj, welcome to the podcast and uh, have to say a good win Saturday in the Vaz for you against a side doing quite well in their own league.
7: Yes, David. Yeah, no, we were obviously um, delighted to go through to the next round and we've heard today that we've drawn Buckland at home. So that'll be another big test for us. But um to get a home draw as well, even though I think the lads were looking for an away draw and a, and a trip to Bristol and a night out or something. But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, Aston and Blackwell were a good side. You know, you could tell they were very, very well organized. They came um they arrived in a nice coach and they they, they they looked the part of it and they were a very well drilled side. So um we opened up well in the game. We we probably first ten or fifteen minutes, um we look we looked very good and uh, but then they got a foothold and um you could see why they've been doing well in their league.
1: Because mm, although they're doing well, they are only step six the same as Camelford. So did you go into the game sort of you know knowing that actually we have got a chance here guys you know they're no better than us
7: yeah no that's that's um, obviously the way we approached it we've we've had a few um, good games in the Vars over the, over the last few years as we've been entering and um, you know we've had um, some some good tussles I think we've beaten uh Shepton mallet and and Clevedon and run odd down uh, very close when they were top of the league or the the premier division so um we but you never know what you're going to get. You know, Aston and Blackwell um, look to me as if uh, the squad they've got and the, the manager they've got there, that they'll be pushing for promotion this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, know that, I know they beat the top team a week before they played us and they beat Wells, who I think were fourth the week before that. So we knew coming into the game that they were in good form and going to be a really tough test. But, uh, you know, when we play well, when we've got... Um, uh, most of our best players available, and we we play well at home. Then we usually give anybody a good game.
1: Mm. And of course, as you already mentioned, you've got another home tie in the next round, Buckland Athletic. Now, I was a little bit surprised they've, they they seemed to brush Bobman aside, have not they? In you know, four 0 yes, Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah,
7: yeah. I, I went in to watch um, Bobman v. Launson in midweek, and um, you know, I know Bobman have got a few detractors, and they've actually you know had to change around the team a bit this year. But Gilby always seems to get a a good strong unit together. And I saw them against, um, Lawson, you know, for the purist, I don't know, it may not be in the best game, but they still look strong to me and they, they look very good in midfield. And, um, uh, I was a bit surprised when they lost four nil, but, um, that's football. You never know what's going to happen on a day, I suppose.
1: And so when you heard that you'd got Buckland, what, what was your immediate thought?
7: Well, uh, I, like I say, I, I think the lads would have liked an away draw <laughs> probably myself as well just for the just for the fun and the change you know but buckland are a a good side you know proven side from the premier division and getting a, a team like that at home obviously um it's a good attraction and uh you know it's something that obviously a game that we've got to get up for we will be up for it and uh you know we'll 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 fancy a chances of an upset but we know it's going to be a tough game so um you know, it's uh, it, it's just something to look forward to. But we got quite a few league games in between now and then, playing twice a week. So uh, you never know what's going to happen between now and then.
1: Yeah, and uh, you're mid-table in the league at the moment. Is is that pretty much where you would have uh, reckoned you would be at this stage, or not?
7: Well, it's um, you start the season, and with the with the league changing this year, obviously um, a lot of teams come up. We we know what it was like. You know, I think back in two thousand and six when they changed the league structure, and we. Uh, came up as an East Cornwall team into the West Division as it was then and uh, we ended up, you know, from being a mid-table East Cornwall team to finishing fourth in the West Division that season. So, we know that teams that come up will all be treating every game like a cup tie and um, it's not a big surprise to me that the West teams from last year have come up and done so well, you know. So, uh, it's um, it's a tough competitive league again, whatever anybody says and, uh, yeah, I mean at the moment with player availability and, and everything else, the way we've been playing, I'd said I would have liked to have got a few more points in the bag. We've we've had five defeats, but every one of them has been by the odd goal to teams like Mails and Porth Levin away and Bobman and Soldatch at home. So um you know it's 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 been a decent start. We would obviously like three or four more points, but gotta be happy with the way we're going at the moment. No, mm. Now,
1: how long have you been manager at Camelford Reg?
7: Uh, well, uh, this is my twenty ninth season actually. Twenty
1: ninth so, um... season, <laughs> blimey! Yeah. So you've seen a lot of changes at Camelford in that time, haven't you?
7: Yeah. Well, you know, I said I've, I've seen a lot of players start their career as sixteen year olds and finish their careers as thirty five year olds, <laughs> if you can imagine that. So um, it's um, yeah, it's a, it's a it's a long time. I mean it's probably the safest job in football because nobody else has come along to want to do it, if you know what I mean. And, um, (laughs) uh, you know, so, um, you know, I, I enjoy it. It's it's a great club and the committee up there, you know, like most clubs in Cornwall now is, is a very small committee, but you know, the average age is probably about 70, 75. And, um, but they're so still enthusiastic and they really appreciate, what myself and the boys do, and um, you know, it, it's a, it's a pleasure to be involved with the club, to be honest.
1: And of course, uh, some of you will remember when you played at the previous ground, but there must be an awful lot of uh, people uh, going to Camelford now that you know have thought you've played where you are. You know, all your all your history as such. I mean, what change, or you know, how did that make Camelford so different? Moving grounds. I mean, that must have been quite a. Quite a uh, procedure and step, must it?
7: Yes, yeah. Obviously, um, I think they played at Trefrew well from eighteen ninety three. We're well, one of the oldest clubs in Cornwall, um, eighteen ninety three to two thousand six or so. So that was um, what's that, Dave? Uh, one hundred thirteen years, something a lot like this. Of time, yeah. So that's a, a long, long time, uh, you know. Um, and um, they've, um, you know, the, the change obviously meant that we we went. Luckily enough, we got a good grant from the football foundation, and um, we we went onto a purpose-built pitch, which has been fantastic. It's one of the nicest pitches in the county, I reckon, and um, and the facilities. and it, it helped us to you know move from uh, a smallish side and to be able to compete with a bigger size, just not not on budget or anything, but on the fact that we had such a lovely ground and facilities, and going into the West Division of the Peninsula League, we could offer local players, better football. And um, we've had a pretty good solid nucleus, you know, from about a 15-mile radius of, of good local players coming through over the years to, to keep us um, where we are now. And personally, what
1: keeps you going? Because you you must think at, uh, at times, oh, God, I can't be done with this anymore.
7: Yeah, I think the um, a major factor is when we get a game rained off, on a Saturday in the winter. And then I, you know, I find myself looking for a game with the option of being walking around Tesco. So uh, <laughs> I, yeah, no, I, I just love football. If we're not playing, I'll go and watch somebody else, you know, whether it's a, a professional team or whether it's, um, you know, uh, a local team down the road, whether it's Dutch East Cornwall or, um, you know, Peninsula. I just, uh, I just love the game of football. So uh, obviously I wouldn't be doing the doing what I'm doing unless I unless I did you know it's just the same you know as everybody else that's doing this job in the county so um no different at all just just enjoy what I'm doing really
1: and of course you've got a Friday night fixture uh coming up uh Callington at home uh, do you yep. enjoy a Friday night game or not
7: yes yeah no definitely because um you know we we have asked quite a few teams if they want to play on Fridays uh, I think We we hope. I mean, it doesn't always materialise, but we hope that we get a little bit better gate on a Friday because uh, some of the local teams and that are playing on Saturdays might come in and watch and fancy watching a decent game of football and having a sort of a a beer and some sausages and chips, etc. You know, we got quite a welcoming little ground, so hopefully we'll we'll attract a few more supporters. Um, I think any footballer, you know, going back to our day, Dave, you know, every footballer loves playing under floodlights, don't they? Mm. So. so there's something, there's something about an evening game in football. And uh, so that's part of it. It's not for any other reason, you know. Um, and then, obviously, it does give some of the lads who've got family commitments and other things chance to have a weekend free occasionally. So I just think it's a, a bit of a win-win all round, you know. And it uh, could be a bit tricky, though, with Carrington, um You know, there's players here that
1: are, well, presumably trying to impress uh, whoever comes in to take over the Callington position as manager, um, is that going to make it more difficult for your guys? Or are you just going to treat it as, you know, but just do the the normal thing and get out there and, and win?
7: Well, that's like, <laughs> I wish that was a normal thing, <laughs> uh, you know. But um, yeah, no, no, we 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 won a couple in there, and the boys have done absolutely brilliant. But we know um, we got Nuki tomorrow night, which is going to be very tough. You know, That two weeks I think it's ten days or two weeks ago, they were three 0 up against Saltash in the mm. first half. I've I've been to watch Nuki this season, you know, and and with the lads that they've uh, signed on from Godolphin, plus uh, uh, the Perez lad up front, and um, Jack Bray Evans, etc. They've, they've got a cracking team who they've probably underachieved a bit this year, but teams that do that have a habit of turning it on against us. So, um, <laughs> you know, and, and I think Callington last year, um, you know, the start of Callington season last year was very similar to this year. They, in fact, they took a few hammerings and then we played them twice in October. I think it was, and they did the double over us and took six points off us. So um, yeah, under no illusions at all about Friday, it's going to be a tough game and, but we're at home and, you know, we feel we've got a decent side. So um, let's hope we can do better than we did last year.
1: And uh, who's this young lad that I see getting a couple of goals recently? K- Kian Burns, is it?
7: Yeah, Kian, um, he made his debut last Tuesday night against uh, Liscard, Liscard away. He came on at halftime. One of our lads, a winger, was injured and... Um, it's actually, he's the younger brother of Talon who plays for Tavistock. Right, yeah. And um, We were lucky, you know, he, he sort of does a bit of work at the Argyll Centre, I think, with um, Bobby, Bobby Hopkinson. Yeah. And Bobby, Bobby, and talking about this young lad, 17-year-old, he's also a very good cricketer, so he's been playing cricket up to now. But he came in and made his debut and scored a bit of a worldie on Tuesday night and then um, kept his place and played again on Saturday. But he's he's got plenty of pace, Um and, uh, you know, quick feet. And, yeah, he's going to be a good lad, obviously. He's 17 years old, so he's still maybe a bit raw positionally, but um, he's definitely got that pace and a a good shot on him. So, hopefully, he'll come in and do do a good job, you know.
1: And you mentioned Bobby Hopkinson. He seems to be uh, popping in a few goals for you.
7: Yes, yeah. Well, everybody, I think, probably throughout the league knows Bobby. And, (laughs) um, you know, he's... uh, one of these players that you sort of look at sometimes or the opposition looks at, and uh, we know he hasn't got, you know, a great deal of pace. Um, we, you, you know the ball he wants and the ball he doesn't want. If you give him the ball to feet, then he'll keep it for you. He'll play people in. And, uh, you know, if he gets a chance on the half turn, that he's got one of the best strikes in local football, you know. And, you know, he scored six goals. And I would say five of them would be contenders for the, Southwest Peninsula League goal of the season if they were being filmed. So, um, <laughs> you know, we, we we know what he's got in his locker, Bobby, and uh, and and at the moment he seems to be on a, on a bit of a hot run.
1: Well, thanks for coming on, Reg. I I know that you, you could get anyone else uh, at Camelford <laughs> to do this, so uh, we appreciate yeah. that. Uh, and That's all right. We we hope to hear from you again and carry on with the job you're doing there.
7: All right, thanks very much. Yeah, and all the best to you, Dave, and uh, and to Rappo if he's there somewhere as well. All right,
4: <laughs> okay. Thank you, mate. Cheers. Your cornish.
1: Sh- 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 well, thanks to Reg there. Um, he wasn't relishing hearing his
3: own voice, I think, but he did okay, didn't he? Yeah, he's a natural, isn't he? The top bloke, Reg, mate. He always talks sense, Dave, doesn't he? When he when it comes to football, you know what he's done at Camel for him, mate. I mean, crikey, he's is. He's got his own statue and he's gonna have his own statue up there I think, mate. up to a few mate yeah top bloke mate doing really. a great job and yeah. um well a couple uh players that got a mentor one for
1: sure bobby hopkinson six goals so far this season and one in the vase
3: yeah fantastic And he, i mean he might not be the fittest anymore dave but he still gets around the pitch mate absolute no doubt in his quality on the ball and and what a strike he's got on him, mate! And he absolute rocket on him, isn't he. I think Reg mentioned sort of five out of his six goals were sort of goal of the season. I don't think he scores an easy goal, <laughs> mate. So I've seen him score half a dozen the last few seasons, Dave. And honestly, what a, what a strike on him, mate! He seems to clip the underside of the bar every shot on the way in. Yeah, I like the way as well. Reg was trying to politely describe Bobby. Yeah. Yeah, J- remember Jan Mulby, Dave? Yeah, true. Yeah. yeah, I'd sort of liken him to him, sort of yeah. thing. Mate, great on the ball, you know, still pinging it around and good shot on him, mate. You know, he might not be shapely. Well, yeah, I can't say much myself, really. though. You know, I've had a past year too myself, but you know, he's um, but yeah, he's probably not. You know, if you looked at him, you and didn't know him, you know, you would think, oh, I'm in for a decent day, you know, as a midfielder. But yeah, still some player, Dave. Mm, still some right. player.
7: A place where legends are born.
1: Time for the bet of the week, Rappo. And, uh, well, uh, what can we do to get out
3: <laughs> I think of this losing oh, run we're on? Unbelievable this week, Dave. I know I say it every week, mate, don't I? But <laughs> we went for five this week, mate, didn't we? Because we're, we're, we was minus 13 in the pot, mate. So, I've I put our fiver on for 53, hoping to get up to 40, Dave, and I tell you what, mate, it was almost a great bet, it was, mate. I mean, <laughs> the f- the five we went for, Dave, I mean, look at l- listen to these, mate. Barça beat Valencia 5-2, Dortmund beat Leverkusen 4-0, PSV Eindhoven beat Vitesse 5-0 Uber top. Roma beat Sassuolo, mate, <laughs> 4-2. There's 4-0 up. Uh, just after halftime as well, mate. I checked on that one. And Aberdeen, mate, the banker of the day, third placed Aberdeen against the bottom of the league St Johnston, mate. And, you know, I like to think I know a bit about Well, I was the about SPL. to say, I thought Scottish, <laughs> Scottish football, football was your, your
1: favourite yeah.
3: subject. I watch a lot of it, Dave, obviously, in my last sort of 20, 15, 20 years, mate. And guess what, mate? 1 all. 1 all, Dave, unbelievable. Couldn't did believe they, it. Did they take the lead? Or not? Yeah, there's 1 up as well, oh, mate. Yeah, leaders. so yeah, yeah. Okay. shocking mate it's so what's our deficit now then it's well, we're minus 18 now mate minus 18 yeah. a- s- how many episodes is that um what are we name it? Eight. oh yeah 31 all yeah it's 32 is this 32? number 32 mate so, so I yeah. suppose. it's not bad really though is it but it's you know we started off this season actually mate with a with a float you know from last <laughs> season we was on 18 quid when we started this series so we're now down to minus 18 so um Hmm. Hence, mate, well, I've gone for another five team, five, oh. five of this week, mate, for 58 quid. So, um... Okay, well, so hopefully let's, the, let's yeah. hit, hit us with them. Yeah, I know, mate. So much bad luck, mate. It's, um, but, I mean, <clears throat> you know, I went for that extra one. They've usually, like, four, you know, I'll get three. Then I? I went for the five and get four. Mm-hmm. I think if I went for 20, mate, I'd get 19, Dave, to be fair, okay. but beyond a joke now mate but um, yeah this is our usual fiver day for 58 so because we're minus 18 in the pot now so this would take us back to 40 quid with a bit of luck mate but um, but I've gone for two Saturday games mate and three on Sunday so the ones I've gone for mate is Atletico Madrid they've home to Salto Vigo they're one to two um, it's basically second against 16th mate so Oof, Banker yeah yeah, well, you think. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'd say nothing anymore, Dave. But I did tip Atletico, mate, for the La Liga at the start of I just think with Barca and Real going through their transitional sort of periods, mate, I think it might be their time, mate, this season. When so. was the
2: last but, time they won
3: it? Uh, about four years ago, mate. Oh, three, four. Yeah, not that long. Recent. Yeah, yeah. It's only about three or four, mate. Um, okay. But uh, yeah, so I went for them on my little pre-season accumulator. But uh, yeah, they're one to two, mate. Uh, home to St. Vigo Then the other Saturday game, mate, is Zenit Saint Petersburg, mate, in Russia. They're at home to Rubin Kazan, mate. Um, they're seven to twenty. But I mean, it's, it's basically second. I mean, Zenit are second on goal difference, mate. There's there's three at the top: Krasnodar, mate, um, Zenit someone else mate they're all on 20 points so they've only lost one game out of nine Dave pretty much flying And the um, bunker well Ruben have lost the last three games mate <laughs> so um <laughs> yeah you think so mate you? second against uh, I think that was about 14th mate but uh, yeah uh, the three Sundays have gone for Valencia mate I mean bearing in mind Dave I mean Atletico Zenit and Valencia have all, all sort of played in the Champions League this week which you know some of the results after a midweek Champions League are sometimes a bit dodgy, mate, And they but but to be honest, mate, Valencia, mate, they're at home four to seven. I mean Legat home to Luganes, mate, who are bottom of the league. They've lost all four games and scored one goal. So, another banker, yeah. You you can't see him going to the Mustaya, mate, can you, and, and getting anything really? So, Chelsea had a um Valencia had a good win in the week as well, didn't they? 1 0 at Chelsea, and um, that was a poor goal, Chelsea, though. That, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Chelsea switched off, day, didn't yeah, they totally right. switched up, you know. old mate, he made the run, nobody went with him, did they? And mm. yeah, so yeah, disappointing goal, and then obviously missed the pen, didn't they, at the end, Barkley, but uh. But yeah, so Valencia, 4-7, mate, to win that. I thought that was pretty generous, really, against the team that have lost all their four games so far. I look pretty poor. Um, This one, mate, I wouldn't... Well, I've got two games here, Dave. I wouldn't normally touch either, but um, I've got Bruges, mate, v Anderlecht. Um, They're 1-2 Bruges, mate. I mean, I wouldn't normally touch this game, because two biggest teams in Belgium, but... But uh, remember uh, Mignolet, mate, in golf oh, Yeah, at Liverpool. yeah Liverpool. he's at Bruges now, mate. And, uh, um, and the second, mate, in the league, they're unbeaten. And Vincent Company mate, manager of Anderlecht now, and he's having a right old nightmare, mate. Mm. Um, he's having a bit of an Henri at Monaco moment, if you know what All I right, mean. Because yeah. they're 13th, Dave, and they've, they've only got five points from their first seven games. They, oh, no. I know. I know. I know. It's, 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 it's the, he's going to get it right in the <laughs> weekend. <laughs> but Bruges, mate, I mean, they're in the Champions League. Um, good side, mate. But you would think, I mean, Andalette, still biggest club in Belgium, mate. But they're they're really struggling, Dave. So, I mean, phew, it's another banker. You think so, mate? Looking at it, Dave, you think so? But but uh, and the last one, mate, is the pra- the Prague Derby, mate, Sparta against Slavia. I uh, wouldn't normally touch this either, mate But um, it's 6th v Top uh, Sparta, mate They've sort of Last couple of seasons, mate They've gone into the doldrums of it, mate Quite a few teams in the Czech Republic have, So I went there last year to Prague I don't know if you remember, Dave And did a little, you know Broke into a few grounds And had a little visit around So But to Slavia, mate They're, they're pretty impressive Actually, they drew with Inter the other night In the Champions League away So one all. So who are we going for? So, so it's an away win there. Oh, it's an Slavia. away win, Slavia, yeah, Slavia mate. Yeah, it's it basically sixth versus top. Um, I mean, Slavia, mate. They've played nine games and conceded two goals in that Czech league. Uh, so. away banker. So an away banker, Dave. So got five bankers there, mate. Fiver, and that's fifty-eight quid for that lot, Dave. So. Okay, so yeah, let's uh, <laughs> before I recap, remember bet
1: safe and. Uh, so on Saturday, Atletico Madrid and Zenit St. Petersburg. Yeah. And then Sunday, Valencia, Bruges and Slavia Prague. It's so the Wednesday. Mm. Yeah. I think so. So, yeah. There we go. Fiverr, we get 58 quid and we're back on a winning yeah. r- run then. I
4: hope so, mate. Your <laughs> Cornish.
1: Tuesday sees Helston Athletics under 18s take to the road again in this season's FA Youth Cup. They have to go to Street, and so let's bring in someone to tell us more. Well, I've got one half of the Helston under-18s management team on the phone. Martin Daltry. we're talking ahead of Tuesday's FA Youth Cup first-round qualifying match with Street. Uh, now, it is definitely Tuesday, isn't it? Because I've seen the day altered about three or four times. <laughs> What's been going on on that front?
4: Yeah, first of all, hi Dave. i see that you and Mark are doing an absolutely great job here podcast love it um, <laughs> yeah we have had about uh, three changes now which has been really frustrating um, and it's no part of, of, of our fault at all um, it was trying to nail down them and they've got quite a few of their team that played for their first team and they had a fixture which was meant to be tonight um, and then they changed it to um, Thursday uh, which we had a lot of boys committed with Cornwall. We thought that's a bit unfair, expecting our boys to pick between county and club. And thankfully, we come up with uh, delaying it a week and the FA agreed with it. So it's uh, the following Tuesday, next week. It's,
1: it's not easy, is it? Because these lads actually play a heck of a lot of football, don't they?
4: Oh, I totally agree, Dave. I think the demands on under-18s football is... Um, it's ridiculous because you've got the clubs, they all just want their piece of meat really and it's <laughs> the clubs are demanding on them, the college then they've got uh, representative football obviously schoolwork and work then under 18s ourselves and obviously they need rest as well and I, and I do do agree that I think they played far too much football um, and it's a uh, responsibility on our part a little bit that we look after their welfare uh, Mm. as well as playing the, the best football that they can yeah. but it's uh, it's a real tricky one
1: yeah well nevertheless i mean how's preparation going ahead of the game Have you, you know you had any sort of practice matches it's quite early in the yeah, season had, you guys isn't it we had
4: three sort of friendlies um uh, that went went really well we we went to exeter city played their academy team it's more sort of their under 16s under 17s we took up um Two teams really. We took it up because we got quite a few under 16s in our team this year, and we went up there and we, we had a real good battle up there and won 4 2 But learnt lots about the lads, especially the younger younger lads. And that was a good test. And then Holdsworthy, who we were um, I think they, they were North Devon champions. They come down to us, and uh, yeah, we beat we beat them 14-1. It was a bit too comfortable, cool. really. Yeah. But, um, yeah, preparation's been good. We've had lots of training sessions and uh, we're at a good place and we got a game on Sunday, which is ideal before Tuesday to go through the last few things that we want to.
1: You mentioned there that uh, you got uh, a few more under-16s in this season compared to last. Is it a much different squad or what?
4: Um, I think last we had, year we had sort of seven under-18s the rest were under-17s and two sort of under-16s and this year we are probably a little bit little bit older which um, so we got about i think it's seventeen under-18s and uh, a couple under-17s and six or seven that are sort of dual signs with our under-16s to give us cover but the good things with our under-16s they're, they're all really good players and they're they're, in, they're uh, flourishing under under the under eighteen, so um, yeah, we've got some real, real good options of them.
1: And uh, I, I know that in preparation, on the management side, you've been up there and watched Street play, haven't you?
4: Yeah, in actual fact, me and uh, Mass went up there last night to watch them play Elmore in their their um, Western Counties Fuddle It um, Youth League, which they're unbeaten at the moment. Street, and um, we saw them in the FA bars, couple of weeks ago, me and Stu went up. Um, really impressed with them. They've got some real good players. Uh, it's going to give us a proper test. And the boys have got to bring out their A game next week, really have.
1: You got to the same stage last season, didn't you? You had a game up at Western Mario which I went along to. And then uh, you lost to... No, I'm... Odd Down. Odd Down, that's right. So so this season... yeah. Well, you had a bye, didn't you? You were supposed to be playing in an earlier round, weren't you? I think. And...
4: Yeah, we were playing a, a team from Bristol um, away again. Unfortunately, so that'll be our fourth um, away fixture in the Youth Cup. Which obviously we're desperate for a home tie. Um, but yeah, they they pulled out of the fixture. They they withdrew. Um, I'm not exactly sure why they why they've done that, but um, they, they they withdrew and. Um, Yes, we we progressed. We played the winners of Wales and Street, which were Street comfortably.
1: That's another problem with it. Another away tie you mentioned. Is it easy for everyone to actually get the the afternoon or the day off to, to travel anyway?
4: No, it, yeah, it, it is difficult, and and it's also sort of like trying to keep our boys happy and naming the squad early enough so they can get permission from their colleges and schools and. Um, yeah, it's not. easy, especially travelling up to Somerset again, um, but it's something that we we do our best. It, it's it's helpful having a big squad, and we we deal with it the best we can, really.
1: Normally, a manager would say that it's difficult to selecting a side and telling a player that he's not playing. I guess at this age, it must be even more difficult for you know telling a an under 17 or whatever that sorry sorry but you're not in the team this time. It's it, it's a little bit. Um, well, you've got to be delicate, haven't you?
4: Yeah, without a doubt. And, um, it, it, it is difficult, especially when they're playing. Most of them are playing adult football as well, um, and we're we're also quite mindful on the amount of game time they're playing. Um, we're quite supportive of most of them that are at Helston and a few other clubs and stuff they sort of quite support, especially when it comes to the FAU Cup, because they know understand the lads all want to play and be a part of that. Mm. So they sort of try, do their best to rest them where possible, and we try and wrap them in cotton wool just for these fixtures if we can.
1: <laughs> and I suppose you've also got the added uh, issue of parents not being very happy as well. Does that ever happen much?
4: Um, I I've got to be honest, all our parents are all quite supportive, and They, um, we quite often when we have our under-18 league games, we all rest the boys that we know are playing a lot of football. Mm. Um, The parents are completely supportive of that, and there's some boys that want to play every game every minute. (laughs) But um, we understand the importance of, um, of of and the responsibility really of the safeguarding and welfare issues we have with too much game time. But yeah. Overall, overall the, the parents are, are pretty supportive and they help us where they can.
1: Good. So what's the plan for Tuesday? What time are you setting off from down here?
4: Uh, our chairman's been excellent. He sorted us out um, the, the luxury bus. Um, I think we've got 30 seats on it. Um, I think he's confirming today what time we're hoping to leave. Um, stop off on the way up for pre-match meal. Um, and yeah, That'll be it then, next Tuesday, sort of 12-ish, I think. But
1: he's going to confirm those details today, I believe. And, uh, I mean, Liverpool beat Man City, I think, in the final of this competition last season. So uh, it's it's a big competition, isn't it? I mean, I was looking at the rounds. You're now in the first round qualifying. There's a second round qualifying. There's a third round qualifying before you even get to the first round proper. So um, it's a massive competition and good experience for everyone, isn't it?
4: yeah definitely and, and there's that goal of and i think um there was a there's a southwest team i can't remember who it was an hour fan that who who actually played man city early on oh, right. and it, it was like if we won three more games that could have been us so that that's the the ultimate isn't it is that is to play one of the pro clubs would be fantastic but i think with with street ahead and it's a bit of a cliche but, uh we're just focusing on them for the time being because they have got some excellent players and it's going to be a real tough task for us uh,
1: and you guys must be dagging for a home tie though mustn't you
4: oh yeah and there's a rumor going out that the the draws already been made and we're away to cribs or Brisbane. oh no we were to beat street and we're like that's not official yet but we haven't seen that anywhere and we've tried to contact people but it's like I said to Mass uh, last night, there's no point even thinking about that yet. But we'd love to have a home tie at Helston and But uh, we just have our fingers crossed and just get past Street first, sort them out, and uh, hopefully we'll have a home tie.
2: Yeah, well,
1: let's hope that's, that is just sheer rumour, because, I mean, normally they would publicise it somewhere, wouldn't they? If, if the Yeah, draw... I know, and I,
4: I went on the website to have a look, because it was uh, I saw um, a team, I think it was Brislington and it on their Twitter feed that they'll be playing us all street and there's mm-hmm. nothing on the official website of of it but you never know if someone's leaked it early and you're like oh god another away one surely not
1: But um, <laughs> oh well uh, let, let's wait and see on that but uh, for the moment uh, Martin I, we've got to mention your other half there's two of you isn't there, there's Stu Giles who also does his bit as well but I think he's based away a bit more isn't he so it's not quite yeah, so easy yeah. for him
4: yeah, he works up in the Midlands. he travels home every uh, weekend to to for the matches and stuff and he'll probably meet us at the street next week. Um, but yeah, he's just as important as myself. We both put exactly the same match game t- uh, preparation time in. We spend hours on the phone chatting <laughs> to each other and uh, we, we think we've got a game plan for next week and uh, we're hoping to put that into effect a little bit on Sunday when we have our first league match.
1: Okay, well, let's hope that game plan comes uh, comes good, and uh, everyone in Cornwall will be wishing you the best of luck on Tuesday. Thank that's, you, Dave. that's Helston up at Street, and we'll be looking out for the result.
4: Thank you very much,
0: Dave. You're listening to the Cornish Soccer Rappo and Deeks Friday Fix.
1: Obviously, all the best uh, for Helston on their uh, trip to Street. Um, I think Martin said it once: that there might be streets ahead. Them, but, <laughs> you ever so
3: been to the Street, Dave? That's the Clark's place. Isn't yeah, it? I was just concerned. Oh, did you mate? mean yeah. the football pitch? No, no. Well, both really, mate. Because uh, <laughs> I was going to say that, mate. They got a decent setup there, mate. Because I think it might suit Alston's football day. Because I, I've been quite a few times, mate. I, I usually like go up for the afternoon. Let Rach loose in Clark's village, mate. <laughs> I had a
1: feeling there and, was
3: going to be something like that. Yeah, yeah. You know involved. what I <laughs> <a> lot, Dave. <laughs> yeah. And then we have a usually have a Pizza Express on the corner, Dave. And then Street <laughs> Screens only three minutes up the road, mate. for a nice. Uh, for a nice evening game, yeah, so right. I think Moreton, mate, as well. You know that team he was trying to think of played Man City last year. Yes, it, it was Clevedon Town. It was. Dave, I yeah,
1: I had a feeling it was <laughs> someone who began with C, but yeah. oh, I couldn't remember whether it's Chippenham or Cheltenham. Uh, uh, but, yeah. Um, so yeah, so Clevedon. Clevedon Town
3: it was, mate. Yeah, I remember the, the uh, you know those big uh, sort of you know in the well in the papers maybe yeah. like local play, you know but I think cool. they got a good crowd mate but it'd be nice to see someone like that come to Cornwall <laughs> Dave wouldn't it get a Man City to come yeah. in down to Callaway Park but, that yeah now
1: you're a parent you've been there before um, th- this thing about the youngsters playing a lot of football um, were you ever concerned a couple of seasons ago when, when Jack was playing uh, a lot of under 18 football was he playing too much
3: yeah, I, I can see what you said. Yeah, it is a concern, Dave. I, I can see. I mean, he he was playing for for like the college, you know, the the county youth, mate. You know, when they had that brilliant run to the final, didn't they, Dave? And, and he was playing for his own under eighteen team. So, but to be honest, mate, I, I, could you have stopped him playing? I mean, was did he realise that he was playing too much? nah I don't think so mate I don't think he took any notice of me anyway mate. I mean I, the way I look at it Dave they're, they're fit young lads aren't they and, it, and it's only for one or two seasons really isn't it so I mean if it's managed properly like like Martin you know mentioned you know like like he's doing really I can't see a problem I mean if it, if you love football mate you want to play every day don't you as a, as a kid and from my point of view, mate, you, you see the odd player like Michael Owen, mate, you know, sort of almost burnt out at 26, wasn't he, Dave? But, but I think that's rare, to be honest, mate, you know, these days, I th- I th- you know, um, I'm not a big, um, I'm not in opposition of it, Dave, you know. Cause...
1: I think uh, one of the issues might be if, if they're involved in college courses where obviously they have to train or, or work, yeah. work out, you know, during the day... Um, but like someone said I think on the forum actually you know the, the people in charge are the experts as such so
3: you yeah. you have to trust them don't you so. yeah that's right mate I mean to be honest mate it's great you know on a side note mate you know what, what Martin and Stu have done mate you know they've done some brilliant work with the youth in West Cornwall football mate really you know Firstly at St Day and now at Elston, so, mm. you know, hats off to those guys, mate. You know, well done to them, mate. Brought, brought, brought along some fantastic young players, mate. Brought through, are not they?
1: Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. And like I said, let's uh, wish them the best of luck for Tuesday.
3: Definitely.
4: Your Cornish <laughs>
1: Right then, so it's over to you, and I can switch off for the next couple of hours. <laughs> it's uh, St Piran League, SPL. SPL,
3: Dave, yeah. I don't think it would be so long this week, mate. <laughs> with um, They weren't many league games, actually, Dave, because it was Senior Cup weekend, wasn't it? So um, I'll just sort of uh, <clears throat> just take you through it quickly, mate. I'll, I'll start off in the East, Dave. Um, there's only two games. Uh, Leaders St Austell made it eight wins out of eight. Uh, with a narrow 2-1 home win over third place Luntzen at Polter. Uh Chris Kilby and Kieran Bishop, mate, taking his tally to 12 for the season with the scorers in that game. He's your favourite in the East, isn't he? What, Kieran Bishop? Yeah. Mate? Yeah, talented young lad, Dave, isn't he? Have you, you seen Kieran play? Mate? I think I know which one it is, yeah. Yeah, I've seen him because he was in Jack's age group, mate, and I I, I just feel he, he could have probably done more than he did, mate, you know? The, I think that might be a. Is that, is that a, a pigeon? Pigeon. That's what it, mate. Well, yeah. I was going to say owl, but <laughs> that is a pigeon, mate. A you p- get it all up pigeon here. Pigeon in the background. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get it all up here, mate. You, you'll get the old um, geese flying over in a minute, mate. If you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. The other game, Dave saw sticker thrashed at home. Um, you know, a, a, an immaculate looking uh, burn gullo, mate. These days, Dave, for those brand new. Yellow and blue box nets, mate, um, A lovely surface they got there. They uh, they got thr- sticker thrashed at home against Salt Ash United six nil, with Scott Coombe keeping his goal scoring run going with two more in that game. Um, the East teams had mixed fortunes in the Senior Cup. To be honest, it's Bued um, having a walkover as kararic couldn't raise a team for the possible two hour journey up. And two p.m. kickoff, mate. So, yeah, um, but bit of an ask, isn't it? But n- no, it's not. Because
1: why did they not suggest <coughs> it was going to be a problem weeks ago and talk
3: yeah. to the? Did they well, not have a conversation? Talk,
1: well, <coughs> this to... is the question, is it? Did they talk to the Kenny FA? Did they yeah. talk to Butte? Um I can't. If they did, and the County FA said, "Nope, sorry, it's two o'clock kickoff." Well yeah. then something's gotta be sorted out at the County FA. Oh, yeah. If they didn't, Kaharik were at fault. They yeah. should have yeah. thought
3: about it before, you know, That's right, the isn't day it?
1: before the game. Yeah.
3: So perhaps I, I, someone will
1: tell us what Yeah,
3: I was reading Glenn's some bit on the forum, you know, Glenn Patterson character manager yeah, yeah. and because he said they've got some lads work in the morning, so we're struggling for the t- you know, get up there for two PM and and they asked Bude if they could kick off at three. And then Bute said no, because they got lads at work in the evening. <laughs> so, you know, it's one of them, Dave, isn't it? But, but, like, but as you then say... Maybe perhaps they should come, now I'm being really yeah. trying to work it out, then
1: there should be a compromise. <laughs> no, play an evening game yeah. on a neutral ground. Could do, could do, mate. Then they're all working.
3: Yeah, yeah that's it, mate. <laughs> yeah, I suppose we do know it's Senior Cup and there's a two o'clock kick-off, don't we, mate, at the end of the day? So, you know, but it's... Um, yeah, it's hell of a track, is it, in the summer. But then mate, the but, other
1: funny thing, though, which I thought was even weirder, yeah. was that Glenn actually, Carrick obviously conceded the game. Yeah. He goes along Ring. and plays for Penrude yeah, in well the senior well. cup yeah. competition. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I've never heard of that happening yeah, good before. game as well, David. Crazy.
3: <laughs> but yeah, I know. Yeah, it was a bit weird. But I suppose, yeah, if you haven't actually played for anyone in that year's competition, I suppose it's all... And You're obviously, you know, you're out of it, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, Paul Perro, they've um, they annihilated um, East Cornwall League strugglers pads though 15 1. Um, but uh, <clears throat> but Lou and Lanreth, mate, they both lost on their trips to the west. Uh, more won 2 0 at Salt Ash Borough in an all east matchup. Um, St Morgan, mate, in their first season in the competition mate in the first season of senior football they were already guaranteed a place in round two because they had a first round bye so, oh, so. so yeah so they're they through. Did well, <laughs> they did well mate yeah they're through <laughs> um, in the west mate in the league uh, in some, in the SPL mate in the west there there's a couple of eight gold thrillers Saturday mate um, Falmouth beat Alston 5-3 at Bickland Park with another hat trick for Brody Kemp young man I know well um um, Joe Wright, mate, he had all three Alston goals. Not often you score a hat-trick and, and lose, mate, is it? Mm. So, uh, and the other eight-goal game, mate, saw uh, Wendron and Mousel share a 4-4 draw at... Uh, under Well Or at the, state, the Granite Stadium The lighters Well but I suppose It probably wasn't It wasn't I mean, It then, wasn't, though, was, was It, it? Yeah, <laughs> no, no, it wasn't the last, hadn't been Officially switched on off, so. True It was just hmm. Under Last yeah. Saturday mate, wasn't yeah. it? But yeah. But uh, yeah Sam Fuller Had two for Wendron And Jamie Simons Had a couple For Mosel Mate in that game um, The West teams In the Senior Cup Well Saw Porth Come out 4-0 victors At fellow SBL Westside Redruth United Mate my old mate, Danny o, mate, Danny O'Hagan, scored his first goal for Perham Porth, mate, on Saturday in the Cup. And another all-SPL clash, saw Penryn win 4-1 at Perham Well. Uh, 20-year-old striker, mate, Jack Rhapsy, <laughs> scored a hat-trick <laughs> in that game. Ble- any bless any him. relation? He is, he is related, mate, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he had a hat-trick in that game. Decent one as well. Um, and Bradley Lever mate, grabbing the other with a great strike. Uh, St. Day mate, they had an eventful 5-2 win over Foxhole. Uh, Dan Richards and Jake Williams scoring two each in that tie. Mullion Thrash, Lanreth, 5-0 at Clifton Park with Rob Kerry, another at-trick man on the day. Uh, wasn't all good news, though, for the West Dave. Uh, a, a get a one you predicted, actually, I think, mate. Um, St Agnes lost 6-2 Yes. Uh, East Cornwall League St Clear mate so, you questioned me you suggested St Clear were going to win yeah, that game didn't yeah. you well done mate I didn't get the right, the right score no but. no we didn't get but, the, uh, hmm. but yeah yeah fair play mate 6-2 pretty emphatic hmm. as well mate wasn't that's it that's right but um, although Ludgevin mate Ludgevin came out 2-1 winners in the West v East basement battle if you like mate against Lou um Hale and a Luggan, mate, they, they had they both had big wins over lower league opposition. Hale tanked combination, League Lizard or a mate, eight one and a Luggan one. Seven one at the disco dancing <laughs> Garrons and St Maul's They They uh, that'll please Andy, that result might have to be on the show. The lights week.
1: obviously didn't come on for Gar no. uh for Garens last he week. Didn't, mate? No. Yeah. no. Anyway.
3: Anyway. But um yeah, and St. Ives, mate, they were made to work a bit harder at Combo League Ruin Minor for their 3 2 victory. Um, in midweek, Dave, just one game um, across both divisions, and that's Falmouth, mate. Um, they continued on from Saturday's good 5 3 win over Alston with an even better, well, superb win 2 uh, 1 over St. Day. Um, Brody Kemp, mate. Going top of the scorers' chart with nine goals, mate. With, with his goal on the night, um, I don't know if you saw on the forum, Dave. Sub Lewis Ellis, uh, he, he scored as well, mate, and apparently got <laughs> injured celebrating his goal, mate. I've nearly yes, done I that myself that. a couple I did of times, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'd <laughs> like to have seen that when you mate. but um, um yeah, but uh, teams of the week, Dave, in the east, it's a tough one, Dave. It was a bad day, really, for east teams in the senior cup, um. I'm, you know I'm gonna go for Paul Parrow, mate 15-1 mm. in senior football you know Fair great enough. result Padstow you know they drew 2-2 with, with Nuki like you know the last <laughs> week you know so Nuki reserve so you know they're not rubbish right you know so, so to, to beat them 15-1 is great result and in the west mate can't look any further than Falmouth I don't think they for those two really good wins they had 5-3 against Alston and even more so, 2-1 against St Dale the other night, so they picked up six points in four days, so going for Falmouth in the west and Pulpero in the east, Dave mm. Yeah, Falmouth doing well,
2: aren't
3: they? Yeah, they are, mate, yeah, I looked at their squad they've got, got a decent side there, Dave, actually yeah. so, yeah, I think they'll be well, they've you know, they, they, they've done well in the combo last two or three seasons Dave, haven't they, so no reason why they can't carry that going, and games to watch this week, Dave, I'd I picked out one in the East, really. That's Salt Ash United v St. Austal, David, Kimberley. Yeah, third v. first, that is. So that would be decent. And uh, there's a couple in the West, mate. There's two sort of top six games, really. you got Hale against Perrin Porth. At Travassic Park and Penryn against St Ives at Koernick Road, so there'll be two close ones, and and even Mullion against St Day, mate. You know, could could be decent as well. So there's a few games in the West this week, too. Mm. And uh, that's that's it for the old SPL roundup for this week, Dave. Okay, well, thanks for that wrapper. Good stuff. Your Cornish <laughs> Podcast.
4: The uh,
1: lasagna is in yes, the oven,
3: isn't it, oven, mate? Yeah. It's back to interviews No time for eating yet
1: (laughs) Uh, Let's go to the South West Peninsula League Secretary Phil Hiscox And start off with a recap On the FA Vars successes From last Saturday Well let's just uh, cover off The FA Vars outcome From last Saturday's Matches first Phil Um, I put you on the spot Asking how many you thought Might get through And I think you suggested Seven Well I reckon we did Better than that With eight
0: we did, we did. We um, For the second round running, the, the sort of levels where I try to to see where we are, we, we surpassed where I was hoping. In in the first qualifying round, where there were eight of our teams against Western League teams and five won. And last weekend, there were six against Western League teams and four won. So, you know, if, if you're doing better against the league, the league that you're meant to be sort of aiming to be, then, then that's great.
1: Mm. And the draw was made Monday. Uh, The main talking point, of course, being that out of the hat comes Helston versus Falmouth and Torpoint point against Soldash. Is that good or bad?
0: it it swings and roundabouts isn't there I I saw some of the the sort of furor on on social media about it being bad and I suppose if if, and there was a lot of talk on on social media over the weekend about sort of trips to the Isle of Wight or you know long day trips out to to, to various (laughs) places uh, and then you suddenly find you're playing the team from up the road I can half understand that Um, but certainly some club treasurers will be rubbing their hands about the thought of not having to fund a coach to the Isle of Wight uh, Mm or vice versa, Um, and and, you know, you should get reasonable crowds. In fact, it would be interesting to see whether either of those games is considered for switching to a Friday night to get even better crowds.
1: Well, I did, Um, uh, yeah, I was going to sort of uh, suggest that. I mean, can they be a Sunday or has it got to be a Friday or Saturday?
0: be a Sunday. It's Friday to Sunday is the is the window that they expect the ties to be played on, and and that's partly because elsewhere in the country there's quite a few clubs at our level that ground share, oh, yeah. uh, and obviously if you ground share and they're both drawn at home, yeah. sometimes it's you know played on a Sunday. I think didn't St Austell have a, a trip to to somewhere on a Sunday a couple of years back? I'm sure they did. In the in one of the London clubs in the Vars was played on a Sunday at Dartford, if I remember rightly.
2: There was um, not too sure about that.
0: The main team was home on the Saturday, and the team they were playing had to host them on the Sunday. Mm.
1: Okay, um, and at this stage, uh, first round proper, how many teams were in in um, our side of the draw anyway?
0: The, the, well, basically, the, the, tr- the first two rounds were were basically Peninsula League and Western League teams in a sort of regional grouping.
6: Uh,
0: And then for this round and the next round, they expand that to include the two neighbouring leagues, which in our case is the Hellenic League and the Wessex League. Um, And then from the third round, it sort of becomes Southern England and Northern England. And then the fifth round, it tends to become national. Right,
1: Okay. What's the odds going to be on the winners of Helston and far drawing the winners of tour points. What sort of do you think? Um, <laughs> we won't go um, there. <laughs> well,
0: I mean, the other, of course, the other thing in the next next draw, because clearly there will be at least two Peninsula League and, and in this case two Cornish Peninsula League teams minimum in the mm. qualify through from this round, and of course they'll be joined by St Austell in the next <laughs> yes, round.
2: That's um, right, and.
0: and I've often wondered whether actually it's, it's in much of an advantage to a club to be by through to that stage because you certainly like a, a helston or a farmer will consider themselves to be on a cup run mm. uh, whereas if they happen to draw a Austell or whoever Austell are playing it, it's like the first round for them isn't it
1: yeah that's right I mean I, I talked to Chris Knight later in the in the episode and he's uh, he, he can't wait to get involved I think so mm. um
0: yeah, that, that'll yeah, be interesting but, as well. I don't, I don't think it's actually much. From a fixture point of view, it's a bit of a re- reward because you, you know you've you obviously gone through those rounds, but you, you do miss that sort of cup run mentality, and mm. it, it's not at all unusual. And I'm sure St Orsola will be telling the players this: that just because you've you've been parachuted into the second round, your your cup exploits can be over in pretty well 90 minutes if you're not careful.
1: Yeah, that's right. Okay right well let's uh let's move back to uh, league football now, I know you were at Wendron on Tuesday to witness the switch on of the lights uh, it mm-hmm. all went well
0: yes, yes. Uh, yeah i am very impressed with the lights uh, I think we, we proceeded to this last week didn't we talk we, we know that Wendron they always do things properly and uh, Tuesday was no exception the, the lights were superb the the organization was superb um uh, and, uh, yeah, a real credit to the, to the background staff at Wendron.
1: And I saw you had your scones at uh, half-time. Now, is this something you're doing everywhere you go, or trying to do everywhere you go,
0: or what? What, well, we're eating scones? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't tell my diabetic nurse that I <laughs> <laughs> eat scones everywhere I go.
2: <laughs>
0: OK.
1: <laughs> no, no. Now, one serious question. What, why is the West Division... Um, Why have they played more than, I reckon it must be about more than 15 games more than the East, why is that?
0: Yeah, this has, has come up and actually I, I did have a little scratch around and then of course I realised that the, the answer is fairly straightforward and it kicks in in a, in a few weeks time. In the East Division, all the teams bar Torpoint and Millbrook uh, play in the Devon St Luke as their only County Cup, which is a, a midweek competition, whereas in the West Division there are a Saturday in November and another one at the be- very beginning of January where there are no West Division league fixtures because of the Cornwall Senior Cup, which is a Saturday competition. Oh, right. uh, so, I- in effect, that we're the West Division is ahead because there are going to be two blank Saturdays, where the East Division will not have those blank Saturdays. Uh, and suddenly, you know, the East Division, if they played ten games each of those two Saturdays, that would more than make up mm. for those uh, those extra games.
1: So, the sector is planning ahead, basically?
0: Yes, yeah, and, and taking into account that uh, Say in, in Cornwall you've got a Saturday Cup competition and, and they will have two extra weeks that the East Division clubs won't have uh, where they won't be able to play league games OK
1: right well that explains that thank you very much League Cup this week uh, the Walter C. Parson Funeral Directors League Cup to, to give it his rightful name um, now that's still regionalised as well isn't it
0: yeah, the rules were changed. The two rules that have changed, actually. The, the first one, regarding the regionalisation, that the eight odd ties to get you down from 40 to 32, um, that the 16 teams involved were the, the lowest 16 teams on last season's league table rankings, including people like Dartmouth and Torrington that, of course, weren't in, in it. And, that's, and they were done in four east ties and four west ties, so, so you got down from 40 to 32. Um, but... The last 32, which is next month, is straight into the full area, which is around earlier than it used to be.
2: Right, okay.
0: Uh, uh, can I also point out as well for those listeners that are involved in the cut this week? There's one other rule change. It hasn't happened yet because we haven't had a tie go to extra time. Um, but should a tie go to extra time, the rules were changed at the AGM and a fourth substitute can now be used. All
1: right. Like they do in the in the professional stuff.
0: Yeah. People suggested it last year after the World Cup but by that time we have had the AGM and it was too late to change the rule whereas the rule has now been changed so if, if a tie does go to extra time they can use an additional sub. Right.
1: And there's already been one tie in this competition hasn't there?
0: Yeah, Holesworthy in Torrington, um, at the very start of the season all the clubs will be aware of this, they get a, a fixture form uh, and one of the things they can put on there is, is a sort of requested date for a wedding or something like that uh, and Holesworthy had actually asked for the Saturday off of the of the cup round mm-hmm. um, but fortunately the, the draw gave them a home tie against a, a fairly local team in Torrington uh, and so I, I scheduled it for the, the, the Tuesday night so that they've played it and that obviously gives Holesworthy the weekend off, which is was a one request for the season.
1: Okay, No. um, so I'm assuming I might be wrong in this, but are you attending a, a cup game Saturday or not?
0: Uh, no, um, nothing against the cup, but um, I'm completing for the umpteenth time the set of Peninsula <laughs> League grounds. Uh, I'm off to Torrington, who are playing Alberton. And Torrington, of course, uh, along with Dartmouth, joined the league this summer. Well, Dartmouth, of course, been previous members, I've seen plenty of Peninsula League games at at Longcross over the years, but I've never seen a a Peninsula League fixture at the Vicarage Field. So So, uh, that's my plan for Saturday. So you complete
1: your your visits with that one. Um, Attending any midweek games uh, coming up?
0: It's a quiet midweek for me next week. Is it? Um, it, Because in Devon it's the St Luke's Bowl, and in Cornwall it's the Charity Cup. Ah. Uh, it's a week that, uh, again, when you plan the fixtures, this particular midweek was reserved for the county FA, so there are no league fixtures. Um, that obviously enables the county FAs not just to play their fixtures, but that all the match officials are available to them in, in their you know, respective counties to, to do those games. So I, I will no doubt go to a county cup fixture or two, but uh, for me, a fairly quiet midweek.
1: Oh, well. Well, rest up, Phil, and uh, <laughs> we'll talk to you next week. Look forward to it.
0: You're listening to the Cornish Soccer Rappo and Deke's Friday Fix.
1: Yep, thanks to Phil there, but a um, bit of a shame the local derbies in the Vars. Um, what great games they should be, though.
3: Yeah, brilliant, though, not it? Like you say, it's a shame they're drawn together, mate, but I suppose on the flip side, you know, the good thing is we, we, we're guaranteed a couple of teams through to the second round, mate, aren't we? So, so yeah, it is a shame, but, yeah, a cra- couple of cracking uh, Ties, they should be, mate, shouldn't they?
1: Yeah, no. For us neutrals, wouldn't it be ideal if they had one on the Friday or the Sunday, and yeah. the other on the Saturday?
3: Yeah, it would be nice, mate, wouldn't it? For for Cornish football, really, don't they? Could, could they do that, mate? Could you have yeah. more of the FA and? Did you not listen yeah. to the I, I did interview? Actually, yeah, I did actually, mate. So yeah, <laughs> thinking about it, yeah, yeah. yeah. Phil
1: confirmed that uh, did, they actually can yeah. play Sundays. Um, I was thinking more of a Friday and a Saturday, but... Um, yeah, Friday night would be good, wouldn't it? Yeah. So yeah. We'll have to wait and see. Right, so on to someone yet to taste FAVAS football this season, AFC Sinorstal. They, uh, of course, are exempt until the second round of that competition, but at the moment they're enjoying themselves in the uh, Southwest Peninsula League. As manager Chris Knight confirms, of course... I spoke to him uh, before Tuesday's 7-2 win at Bridge. So there's now 11 games completed. Well, welcome to the Rapper and Deeks Friday Fix podcast. Uh, Chris, uh, after 10 league games, you're surely uh, happy with uh, being out there on top of the table?
8: Yeah, thanks for having me on, Dave. Um, yeah, delighted. Been, uh, been a very good start to the season. Um, yeah, delighted with the way it's going at the moment.
1: Delighted, but I guess uh, you must be a little bit surprised, uh, considering all the sort of turmoil during the during the summer at the club. Yeah,
8: um, yeah, very. I'll be honest. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was sat at home minding my own business on the on a Monday evening, and uh, my <laughs> phone rang, and I thought, well, I'd heard, I'd heard a few things throughout the week, uh, the week leading up to it, and I thought, oh, here we go. And uh, yeah, sure enough, the uh, the call came to come back and manage the team. So obviously having managed the club before and played for the club and obviously support the club, then there's only one thing you can say. So yeah, there we were.
1: Did you sort of expect the call? Uh, no,
8: is the honest, I I was, as a supporter and obviously an ex player, I was just delighted with the fact that the club had appointed uh, the two new guys because I thought that the club was obviously then going in the right direction. And it was, you know, it was a statement of intent that these two guys were going to come down and manage Saint Austell and, uh, Listen I'm not going to comment on on what went on or or, mm-hmm. or what happened with those guys i'm sure they had the best intentions and i I know definitely the club had the best intentions it it just didn't work out for one way or the other i don't don't think anybody's to blame particularly i just don't think it it worked out perhaps uh, i've heard you say before perhaps they hadn't done their homework on just just what was going to happen at the club and perhaps the club was a little bit to blame in the fact that they were expecting those guys to turn up and just just have the players so you know it is what it is it's happened now um you can't, you can't look back, you can only look forward and, um, yeah, it's not gone too bad since then, so...
1: No, yeah, that's right, not gone so uh, too bad and last Saturday, a, a draw at Mosul, now, how did that go?
8: Yeah, fantastic the best game of the season for us so far which which probably sounds a bit weird, bearing in mind it was only a draw, but um, we played fantastically well on the afternoon, um, unlucky not to nick it really, we had a, a goal cleared off the line and we hit the post and, um You know, I'd have bitten your hand off for a draw before we went down there, to be (laughs) honest. it's such a good side. I went to watch them twice in the build-up. I went to watch them down at St. Blaise. And um, St. Blaise are a really good side this year, but they hardly touch the ball for an hour. Um, They keep it and keep it and keep it. And I went to watch them over at Godolphin, and it's exactly the same, you know. They literally pass you to death. And uh, so I was was a little bit worried going down there, but the lads were really brilliant on the afternoon. And um, as I said, we were unlucky, honestly, not to nick it.
1: So did you set up your store based on what you'd seen in those two games before or not?
8: We did We did our homework, yeah. We knew that they were very, very strong in wide areas with with the guys, um, the quick guys that they got wide. And we also know, obviously, Toland, who's the top scorer in the league, is obviously dangerous um, in the the box. So, yeah, we set up our our team a little bit different in order to combat the two wide guys. Um, And we thought that we would have a go. You know, there's no point going down there and just allowing them to have the ball and to try, you know, and almost be lambs to the slaughter. So we thought we'd go down and have a go, um, which seemed to work for us.
1: Mm. Mousel better than Salt-Ash or not? Uh,
8: they keep the ball better than Salt-Ash, but Salt-Ash were ruthless, particularly at their place. Um, Hughes and uh, Ryan Richards are just just brutal. You, know, they, you were there on the day, I think, when they played us, and um, that's the only time I've been disappointed with us, to be honest, up there. I thought we were, we were like rabbits in the headlights in the first half up there, and you know you know what they're going to do is the annoying thing but
2: it's just stopping them
8: <laughs> and uh you know you know Hughes is really strong you know Richards is a great finisher and you know you can talk about it until you're blue in the face but stopping them is is very difficult so uh, there's not much between them I would say Soltash, because of their experience um, and the fact that their their squad has been together for so long have probably just got the edge but I mean I haven't even seen Helston or Bobman yet so I I wouldn't know to be honest
1: and of course very conveniently who are you playing Saturday you're playing Saltash, so uh...
8: we are yeah (laughs) so so soon which is uh, uh, well I would have preferred it to be a couple months time I'll be honest but you know it is what it is the fixtures are the fixtures and um yeah, just hope we can put up a bit more of a fight this time, which I'm certain we will do. And as I've said, you know, we we're a little bit startled on the day up there, which is unlike us. Um, we haven't been like that at all throughout the season. And obviously playing at our place wouldn't, doesn't give us an advantage, but it, it, we're more at home. And um, yeah, hopefully we can perform on the day.
1: Oh, come on, that slope's got to give you a little bit of an advantage, hasn't it, surely? <laughs> well,
8: it, it, yeah, it has over the years. I mean, obviously, if you're playing up the top side, then it does, yeah, but not so much down the bottom <laughs> side, as Martin Watts will tell you.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, I watched that, as you said, I watched that game, uh, you up at Saltash, and I have to say I was disappointed in Sinhalstor on the day. Uh, what can make it different this time round?
8: Yeah, I, I I have to agree with you. I mean, I, I think you've seen us a few other times than that, and I would say that's not a re- reflection of us whatsoever. You know, no. that's
1: that's the one I know, that's that that we were... why I was probably more disappointed, to be honest.
8: Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, everyone will tell you that's listening to this, on some days you just turn up and it doesn't happen for you. That afternoon, we, we started poorly and we just couldn't recover. And being honest, no matter how bad we were that afternoon, you will remember after we went to goal down, we hit the crossbar just afterwards. Mm. And, you know, if that goes in, it might settle us down and and the game, the game could be totally different, but you know, no excuses at all. They battered us for that day. Absolutely battered us. But we, we have been fantastic ever since then. And we were fantastic before that. So, you know, again, we could play poorly on Saturday. That's just the way it is, but our season won't be defined by this Saturday. You know, it's September. So, <laughs> As long as we can stay consistent, it might not be the worst thing in the world to have played them twice before Christmas. To be honest, Um, because over a season, you know, loads of squads can pick up injuries. So if we can stay consistent, which we have done, and you know, we've got some really good players of our own as well. So over 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 a forty-game season, you know, I'll take losing twice to Salt Ash if we can finish up there.
1: Fair point. And, of course, since that game, uh, you brought in Dan Perryman, uh, a new signing from Godolphin. Now, what, what's he going to add to your side that you didn't have already?
8: Yeah, weight of goals, really. We were, we were relying on Hayden ever so much. I mean you know I've said before and it's not an excuse but there's no way anyone in Cornwall could take goals and heads out of their side and Tins and Calver and Brooks and Slates mm-hmm. and not struggle to score goals you know we've six six guys who all contribute goals in our side and have done for the last four or five seasons particularly obviously goals and heads are 40 goals a season aren't they so if you take two guys like that out of your squad you're going to struggle Hayden has been fantastic he's stepped up to the plate he's scored 10 goals already but we were just worried that a, if he picked up a little injury, which can happen to anybody, we would be liked. And secondly, we were looking for him a bit too much. Everything seemed to be going through him. So um, Ben Waters has done ever so well since he's coming from Liscard as well, not forgetting him. Um, but we just felt that we were needing a goal scorer, which Dan is. We've He scored a hat-trick against us last season. Um, and he scored against us as well when we beat them uh, 4-1 earlier in the, you know, the week before. So we, we brought him in.
1: Okay, and final question, Chris. You mentioned at the very start that you've been a a supporter, a player, a manager at Sin Oystal for uh, uh, you know for for a long time. Um, yeah. What's a special? Can you pick a special moment out from all those years that, that that will stay in in your mind forever and ever?
8: Yeah, well, two things. Firstly, from a supporter's point of view, obviously the the FA VAL semi final Semifinal or something none of us will ever forget you know <laughs> two thousand people at polter park was absolutely crazy i remember traveling up to the game from <laughs> the brit actually phil's pub um in in my friend's car and just approaching the ground thousands of people going to snorstall was just something that i thought mm. i'd never ever see so um absolutely uh, and my granddad played for snorstall um back in the 60s and 70s and he said that used to be a regular occurrence so mm. um it was amazing to do that. and then obviously, for me personally, uh, winning the Junior cup with all my mates when we were managing the second team, um and we went through all of the Duchy leagues from five through to the Premier and winning the Duchy league at the end of uh, the the junior Cup at the end of it was very special for us.
1: Yeah, you're no stranger to success as as uh, you know with the club, are you with all those promotions? Well,
8: yeah, um, different standard of football, of course, and uh, so people keep reminding me. But um, football is football, isn't it? You know, you've got to, to. Yeah, exactly. You've got to try. You've got to try and win things. So, uh, and we're no different. Again, this season, you know, we're a bit hamstrung with the start that we had. It's not not the ideal start, but um, having three players available for pre-season. But we've got <laughs> through that now. That's no longer an excuse. You know, we can't we can't keep talking about that. We've got the same opportunities as everybody else. So, um, we're having a go at the minute, and uh, long may it continue.
1: And actual final final question: You must be enjoying sitting back watching all this debate and discussion about FA Vaz uh, ties and draws and results. You, you haven't kicked the ball in it yet?
8: Well, I said to the lads actually, I'm a bit gutted because we prefer the away trips and we like the the bus journey. So for us not to come into the second round, I mean, you watch, we'll get a home draw now. But um, I felt a bit, I felt, felt a bit sorry for Wesley today getting Helston, you know. Uh, you want an away draw, and you want you want a team that you haven't played against, and um, to get someone so close. I mean, for both sides, Helston as mm-hmm. well. I'm sure they're a bit annoyed that they've got a local team, but the magic of the Vaz I always found, when I especially when we supported it during during Phil's time, was the away trips to a team that you'd never been to before, to a ground you'd never been to before. Um, is always the magic of the Vaz. So you yeah, know, we're looking forward to getting in it. The lads, are, the lads are that we're not playing in in the next round again, but you know, it is what it is. Hopefully, we can get a decent draw and uh, to do what we can.
1: And what about that rain up at Glossop North End? I've never experienced such a downpour.
8: I, I, I've never seen rain like that in my life. <laughs> when when Ed scored, when Ed scored, I was literally about to leave because it was so bad. <laughs> and um, obviously, the last I don't know the last minute of that game was far to good. I honestly thought he was going to abandon it, but yeah, um, it wasn't to be on the
1: day. No, great memories. I'm sure there's more to come uh, at an Arsenal for you, Chris. All the best for the rest of the season. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, appreciate your time. Thank you.
3: You're listening to the Cornish Soccer Rappo and Deke's Friday Fix. Got to be honest, mate. Um, I would have taken that, mate, wouldn't he? After 11 games, Dave, to, to be in the situation there. And I mean, you know, what What did he say, mate? He had three players pre-season, mate. <laughs> yeah, to, to Turn fun. up with three players and three months later, you know, he's took them to the top of the league, hasn't he? So fair play, mate. And obviously on Saturday, Dave, you know, it's a cracking game, isn't it? You know, quick chance... Um, quick chance for St to get some revenge at Polterra mate in it for that early season 3-0 yeah that's know, that's
1: gonna be a good one we, we cover that in the predictions so all oh, uh, right mate that'd so be don't interesting so no. don't your opinions too much on that but no. um but things are looking good at Poltero though aren't they I mean um what uh what is the difference this season to last season? They did all right last year, though, didn't they? Really? Yeah, that, but, uh, but I guess it's because of the, the sort of players leaving in the summer and
3: yeah. he's had to rebuild. Yeah. Uh, Dan Perryman? Do yeah. we know much about Dan or not? Um, it seems to find the net, they doesn't he? You know, wherever he's been, you know, St. Blaise and Godolphin, he? and, you know, sort of locally, he's, he seems to score goals, mate, doesn't he? So obviously is another attacking option isn't it i mean obviously like you know what Knighter lost in the summer mate the, the ability you know the talent that sort of well all the four lads that went to Alston are cracking players mate aren't they but but you know the two strikers you know that, that you're talking goals, they, you talking 50 plus goals they've gone gone out of the club so you know it takes a bit of replacing doesn't it to replace two guys like that really and what about that other thing that uh, Knighter said that Polterra
1: you know, isn't well, he suggested it might not be an advantage,
3: but that slope's yeah, got to yeah, be in isn't isn't it? It? got hey, He's it? kidding us, isn't he on that, yeah. Yeah, I think it is, mate. And it especially for someone like, well, you know, what imagine what teammate up that top side, you know, with his left peg pinging balls in, is virtually undefendable, Dave. isn't it, you know, but yeah, I think once you've played on there for a season or two, mate, he's got it's going to be more of an advantage than not, and it really. Yeah, you know, I remember playing for Weybridge. You know, remember Weybridge's old ground mate, but they, you know, I think if you play for a club, you you sort of like learn to love the pitch a bit, like you know, even though. But nobody else fancies going there, you know. But but yeah, you t- can definitely turn it into your advantage. I think probably worth fifteen points for oh mate. That is this season for Samorsta. Mm. Played five at home so far. Have they played five? One. Five. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's definitely uh, okay. He's playing it down, isn't he? <laughs> not, not just playing it down. Mate. No.
1: <laughs> okay, well, uh, let's. That conveniently, I guess, moves us on to uh, predictions. Um, we have a look at some of the leagues uh, around the county, and uh, well, the first one is Saint Austell versus Saltash. Uh, Mm. Who's turn to go first? It's, it's uh, your turn this week, mate. My Dave. turn to go first. Then what's what's the, yeah. what's the
3: well, score at the moment? You you were thrashing me that. Why well, you still are? To be fair, <laughs> you you was five one up, mate, last week. But I managed to pull one back, Dave. um I went for Gunnies Lake Three, lost with or one, mate. Mm. Uh, I think you went 5-2. I knew Billy wouldn't let in that many, mate. <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, I had the Gunners Lake loss with three, one result, mate. So so it's 5-2 as we stand at the minute, 5-2, right. Yeah, and you'd need to go 1st Yeah, go first, first. Yeah. Right, Okay, well,
1: yeah, so still still against Sodash. Sort of uh, now, this is a tricky one, I think. Mean, yeah, it's a beauty, I, isn't it? I saw the game up at Sodash, sort of and mm. like I said tonight, you know, the Ashes were by far the better team on that occasion will Dan Perriman make a difference not so m- sure no, I but yeah I don't so, know about that mate but I'm going I mean. for a narrow that you're going to love this yeah. scoreline I'm going for a high scoring but yeah. narrow outcome yeah so still still 3-4 oh yeah what a cracker day.
3: <laughs> what a game yeah that that is is quite it's quite likely to be that mate isn't it i mean Salt-Ash let in 3 didn't they uh, um Nuki lately, yeah. so no reason why Sun Ulster won't get free, mate, but I don't know, mate, I couldn't, I thought about it a lot, mate, I, could, I couldn't split them, I, I nearly went 3 all, actually, Dave, but I, th- I I thought I'd try and put a bit more common sense in it, I might be wrong, mate, but um, I've gone for a Desmond, mate, uh-huh. gone for a Desmond in the end, 2-2, mate, yeah. yeah, but but it wouldn't surprise me if there is goals, mate, would well, you, yeah, I mean, two great attacking but uh, Aidan's doing, aren't we? Well, Aiden Turner, isn't he? Yeah, scoring a Just few Just go blocks. back to that two-all. Who who's yeah. gonna like that result more out of the two teams? Well, probably soup Salt Ash more as at the minute, Dave, on it. But but I would have thought both teams might be disappointed not to win it, if you know what I mean, mate. So because Sunostal need the win, don't they, to close the gap? I mean that that'll make it sort of what six points for two games in hand if, if Salt-Ash win will it so hmm. um, yeah yeah I don't know mate I'd, yeah I don't know I suppose they neither side would be too disappointed but no. they probably want to win it don't they really yeah right Cornwall Senior
1: Cup the one remaining game left in the first round of the Cornwall Senior Cup Pendine Rovers against St Stephen.
3: Yeah, it's a hell of a trip for St Stephen, isn't it? Oh, no. oh don't say that. No, they, no, they might no. pull out. Yeah, exactly, mate. Yeah, <laughs> for a two o'clock kickoff off though, <laughs> Pendine. 90-mile round-trip, though, that is 90-mile round-trip. It's a different scenery. Yeah, oh, yeah. They yeah. should be looking
1: forward to playing
3: something
1: yeah. different.
3: No, it's quite not... If the weather's all right, Pendine's all <laughs> right, mate. And it is... It's, uh, no, um... Pendine flying mate in the combo one all five aren't they five out of five Saint Stephen doing all right mate but I just think Pendine like looking through their team mate they have got quite a settled team though, mate you know they got some good strikers um, know where the net is they they've been together a few years I'm gonna go four one Pendine mate Ooh. yeah
1: yeah well I've thought the same as you in in the sense that Pendine are going well yeah I'm I mean, since Stephen had a shaky first game of the season. They've recovered since then, uh, somewhat. But I'm still going to go Penrin, uh, Pendine to win 2-0. 2-0.
3: Yeah. Okay, mate.
1: SPL East. Hmm. Morwin Stowe against Millbrook. Millbrook reserves, obviously. 7th versus 9th, so a bit of a mid-table yeah. um, coming together, this one. Um, both lost their last league game, so... Uh, Easy. score all, one
3: all. Yeah, I'm the same, Dave. Yeah, both had, you know, a couple of weird results, mate. Um, and, I, yeah, both had some decent results, so I've gone two all. Oh, yeah, yeah. Another two-two? Yeah I, yeah, I like me old Desmond. Desmond's, Desmond's mate, busy I, this week? Yeah, he is. He is, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Right. Port against Carrick.
3: Yeah, I, I work with Nick Slade, actually, Dave. Plays for Port 11, reserves, um, and, he, and he's... Reckons they're going quite well. You know, he's quite an honest lad, mate, you know. And he, he said they're playing some good stuff, mate. So, big old pitch that they're used to down at Gala Park there, mate. Isn't it? Um, Glenn's doing a decent job at Carraric, mate. Good to see them back to something like it, Dave. You know, after sort of last season's sort of, well, three-week break and that one, it trying to get mm. a team together and stuff like that. You know, it's a shame after all the success that Carraric has had. But... Um, yeah, I think Glenn's doing a good job, mate. But on this occasion, mate, I, I think Port are going well. I, I fancy him for a 3 1, mate. Port 11.
1: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see um, how this one goes. I mean, hopefully, Carrick won't have any problems getting players down to Galloway Park. Uh, I reckon they might have a few problems on the pitch because Port 11 are, uh, as you said, the better side mm. as far as the stats go. Although, only one position in. In yeah. between the two but uh, Port to win 3-0
3: 3-0, ok mate
1: Ok, Corbel Junior Cup um, we're going to have one each uh, one in the east, one in the west uh, Queen's Rangers versus Roach is uh, the east selection both from the heady heights of Dutchy Division 3 and um, <laughs> played each other last saturday actually before i chose this game i didn't realize they actually played each other last week yeah. um, played played each other last saturday in their opening league games of the season queens won 5-2 i'm going to go with the same outcome of a of a queens
3: win this time though not quite so many goals 4-0 there 4-0 are you mate yeah mm. i've gone 3-1 i think Ooh. yeah for queens yeah <laughs> right 4-0 3-1 yeah last one cool. in the west it's a cracker you've picked there, Dave. new one. in titans versus four lanes Oof, yeah local derby mate local derby quite a few players i think they've on either teams played for both sides oh, mate. Look at, yeah Oof. Yeah, Ryan Baber for four lanes, mate. He's a, he's a good player, mate. Um, new in Titans, got some good goal scorers, mate. Bit of cracker, mate. Be a cracker. Um, I think I might go for new in Titans. Look, just looking at the league table, Dave. I mean, new in Titans had a hell of a start in that, and not they? In, in the league. Four lanes doing all right, mate. Top two, isn't it, mate? So, top two. Um, 4-2, Dave. Own win. New 40.
1: And something's got to go here, isn't it? Because they both got
3: 100% records. Yeah, it's somewhere. Junior Cup, know.
1: though, wasn't it? Of course. Oh, sorry, but he's
3: still 100%. Yeah, yeah, good. no, no, yeah. you're right. Well, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah I was getting yeah. ahead of myself there, yes. Yeah. Cornwall Junior Cup, so they'll still be 100% yeah. records in the league. Um, but it does promise to be a cracker. Home advantage, is that going to make mm-hmm. a difference? But they are scoring goals for a pastime. Hal Davis. Yeah, I he's know, on mate, fifteen yeah. already know, in the league mate. this
3: season. So uh, he's probably a SPL player, mate. Al Davis. To be fair, mate, I mean, he could have what, what, what for Aberdeen? Yeah, Aberdeen or um, you sub- might have come in didn't mate, up front with Cody for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: in fact, um, yeah. in fact, these two teams in the league this season, they've got uh, top five goal scorers in the in the
3: Division Premiership. So. Uh, yeah.
1: Is it going to be a goal feast? What did you say?
3: I went four two, Dave. Four yeah, two, six goals. goals.
1: I reckon there's going to be eight. Eight, dear mate. Yeah. Five three. Correct. Really. Five,
3: right. five yeah. three to New Inn Titans. Cracker, mate. Cracker. <laughs> yeah.
1: Right. That's all the predictions. But
3: whilst we uh, with the predictions, we were talking about New last week yeah. in this slot, and I owe him an apology, Dave. Really, because I said both teams played at Saint Clair, didn't I? Leisure Centre. Was it you or me? No, I, no, I think it was me mate. Yeah. And I, I should know better really because when I listened to the show back though, I remember playing against Newland Lions for St Irm at the end of me uh, uh, well, the end of my Saturday career, mate, the last season I had as a Saturday player. And um So you played there? Played played there, mate, one four one at Attrick. <laughs> missed a few sitters as well from what I remember I think I fell over there because they got a bit of an undulating pitch a bit like St. mate then oh, the okay. bottom goal and I remember I remember coming in for the before I got my hat trick mate I had a free header four for post diving header I went for mate and I, I disappeared in the, in the, in the, quite a few of the old lads were having a laugh at <laughs> <laughs> but I did manage to get a tap in at the end. I had the last laugh. But yeah, I just disappeared, Dave. I was just about to head it in, and then my feet give way. So, yeah. Oh, that would have been worth seeing. Yeah, yeah, it was quite funny, I think. So right. they don't both play at St Clair, no. dance. The, so which, which one's got... It's Newlin Coombe, it's called, Dave. It's, it's right. Newland Light. Yeah, they actually play... You know Newland Meadery?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Well, if you go up that hill, Dave, there's a couple of pictures on the right-hand side. Um, there's right. two pitches actually, and Lions played as you go in on the right hand, one mate with the, I'll never forget it, mate, the undulations, but, but I remember years ago, I remember training there pre-season for Penzance. Oh,
2: right.
3: Yeah. But, uh, yeah, when I listened to the show back, mate, it, it sort of dawned on me and I thought, oh no, crikey, no, Newlin. they don't play at the same place, they, they actually play out there, so, so sorry to Newlin Lions, Dave, right. but, um. Well, I mentioned, Dave. That's probably why about... we got less listeners, because they all... Could be, yeah. They just yeah, thought they said, oh, yeah. it's a load of rubbish. Yeah, yeah he ain't got a clue. He ain't got a clue. Well, we're talking about the Trelawney League, Dave, from last week. Can I just mention a name you might know well, Dave? You know, we was talking to Storm, weren't we, at the start earlier? Oh, yeah, on, yeah. And we said we'd follow their results, didn't we? Keep an eye on them. Well, they played Gunavan Reserves at the weekend, mate, in Trelawney League Division 2 at Gunavan, mate, at Ring Manor. They lost nine nil, mate. A name you might just recognise scored five in that game, Dave. Who's that? Mister Ian Goslin. Ian yeah. Gossey, yeah, Still yeah, going. Gra- yeah. Great to see him back playing, mate. He he did, you know. He sent me a text. He goes, "Am I going to get a mention on the podcast?" For- ah, you should. Yeah, have. we could but have so- got him on. Oh no, mate. Yeah, we should. We should get him on one week, mate. But what? Yeah, what a player, Dave. You know, an old teammate of mine, mate. But um, set me up for a few goals in his day. Actually, Dave, on gozzi's Farm of Town debut, mate, I scored five goals that day. Is that beat, the only reason beat... you mentioned No, it? I just thought that, mate, when I saw <laughs> Gossie's five goals. We beat Appledore 11-0, mate. And I think gozzi had a couple and he'd set up about five, I think, mate, because I've seen that he's only about 18 at the time, Dave. You know, I knew obviously being a chore boy mate how good Gozzi was and that but I think he uh, introduced himself to the F troop that day mate you know Gozzi and we thought crikey what a player we got here like you know but but uh, yeah so I think he had an 11-0 winning debut Gozzi did mate for Falmouth but, uh, but he was outscored mate by Chris Shackley <laughs> well he do it? Oh, I know, you know he oh, scored not for a good No, no, no. He, three miles. Well, three milestone reserves, mate. One nineteen, one, didn't they? At four lanes reserves, and Shaka's had a double hat trick in that, mate. So, so he's obviously got so to back. Play. Yeah, back with three milestone. Because he didn't he score a goal, didn't he for Saint Day? was it for early someone in else? Didn't he in the yeah. SPL? Was it Saint
1: Day. I can't I think,
3: remember now. But I think he would come on for Saint Day, didn't he, and scored so. Yeah, but he's obviously back playing with his mates or whatever, isn't it, He's in double day, figures so. already. Yeah, I bet he is, mate, yeah. Eleven. Probably played about three games, hasn't he? Uh four. Four started. yeah. Yeah. But yeah, great to see Gossey playing, still playing though, Dave.
1: Yeah, I was just checking my phone there as as yeah. you were talking to make sure I got his number. So um Yeah, get so him on, mate. Gossie, get him on. If you say, yeah. If you see my name come up. Yeah, he said he'd <laughs> be listening, mate. So yeah. <laughs> ah
3: right, good one. Yeah, great career, mate, on it. Right. OK, so um, that's it, isn't it? All the interview's done. Yeah, I think so. Dave's gone uh, gone quick again, mate. Where's the weeks go, mate? Where does the weeks go in, in Cornish football, Dave? Unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah, all the inter- yeah. It,
1: all the interview's done,
3: you reckon? Oh, sorry, mate. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> sorry, mate. Hey. Yeah, it's a trick question, wasn't it, Dave? Trick question. Sorry, mate. Yeah, there might just be one more, might there? One more interview, and who can it be? Well... <laughs> Did you complete your mission successfully? Would I let you down, Dave? Would I let you? Down? It's not up to your standard, mate. Obviously, but uh, no, yeah, yeah. caught up with Reese, mate. He's a gentleman, isn't he, mate? He's a gentleman. Well, let's find out what you uh, you two had to say to each other. It's uh, it's Rappo and Reese. <laughs> Here's the man himself, Phil Reese. Afternoon, Phil. Right wrap over there. Nice to see you. Nice yeah. to see you
9: down here watching the day, mate.
3: Yeah, good game, mate. Good game, Reese. Right, right, yeah. yeah, yeah. We won't talk about that, though, mate. We, no, we, we, no, well, I thought
9: we'd done all right. Yeah. All right. We had five or six reserve team players in, so to play a team like Fenrin in and only lose like that, I'd. No, I wasn't no, I'm too worried about it really. No. A good
3: yeah, exactly, mate. They do knock the ball around yeah. well, mate, don't they? And yeah, yeah. Credit to you, mate. Like you say, with half your sort of first team starters yeah. missing. No disgrace in that result, nice. but is it? And it's senior cup, mate, isn't it? I mean, let's be fair. Neither team's going to win the senior cup, probably, or are they? So, no, no, but I think they'll so, give a few
9: teams a game in that league above. I think they yeah. can, shut, you know, Then I mean, they
3: push over, are they? No, no. They they play lovely over, football, they, mate. Yeah, don't they? To yeah. be fair, so yeah but uh, get back to league matters now mate couldn't you yeah. Yeah, but uh, let's talk about your brilliant career though mate Let's. Um, yeah. I've got a few questions for you mate if yeah. you don't mind I mean great to see you still playing at 43 mate and yeah. playing really well come to that Um seen you twice this season mate well three times actually I saw you score Was against right? Wendron as oh, well yeah, mate yeah I popped into that game yeah. before I went to work but but uh, do you still enjoy it mate as much as yeah, you I always do.
9: did yeah I think that's what I'm still playing I love it um, Obviously, I played from parallel for well, since I was 14, I think, was when yeah. I first started playing in the second team here, and then got in the first one was about 17, 18 under Dave Fisher, obviously. And um, yeah, it's just a great club. Always enjoyed it here. I've never really wanted to go anywhere else. Um, I did have a stint away. I went up to uh, Launceston and played with John Dent for the season in the South Western League, and then I went to Weybridge with him as well. And then uh, once that all finished, I came back here and. Um, never want anything else really move, I was away for 11 years I think people sort of forget that I was up in Sussex living for 11 years yeah. job and stuff that's right I've always wanted to come back and play with Parma again, and yeah. So it's been nice to really be able to come back and play out my final
3: years back at the club I love. Oh, yeah, brilliant. Yeah. That's, that's some that's some loyalty and commitment, mate. Yeah. To be honest, Reece, you don't see much of that these days, do you? You're sort of, you, a, don't, no. you know. Fantastic, no. mate. That is. I mean, in your in your twenty five well odd seasons, mate, in yeah. men's football, um what do you think's been the biggest changes to the game that you've seen for for better or worse, um, mate?
9: I think, I think player loyalty. <laughs> Yeah. it's gone out the window as you probably see going around yeah. watching games so much, I've never had I can I always understand players want to step up and play higher level like I, I tried that and I'd encourage any player to do that but when you see these players jumping from club to club within the same league or playing below themselves um, I just I can't see any point in it myself and I always feel, I think it must be quite a hollow feeling if you win something when you're doing that every yeah, season yeah. Um, and I think the knock on the fact that, that is no one's got any affiliation with any club anymore so like, I've been at Poundwell for years and now and I love it. So I feel I want to put something back in the club. like People like Dave Fisher and all put so much in giving me a game of football and giving me so, me so much enjoyment on a Saturday afternoon. So I think it's only right that if my turn now. I need to do that. Um, but I think these lads are going from club to club to yeah. club. They probably don't feel the same way. There's a bit of a worry really because I think you know local football yeah. is struggling a little bit. Yeah. There's not many people I- want to get involved and help out. I, agree with that, and I think that's one of the reasons myself. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's one of the biggest changes I've seen. Like as you probably know, you. Dave did not even able to ring up even. No, nah, you, yeah. you You knew, you exactly. knew the, the team You, 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 be frightened to tell them you couldn't play. Yeah, yeah, out. that's right, mate. So you were there every week. You would not plan yeah. anything for a Saturday, but that's all changed now. Another changing the times.
3: Another paramount legend, mate. any he, Dave, yeah. like. Oh, it's brilliant. Simon's manager now. I know you're good yeah. mates with him, mate. Yeah. Um,
9: well, I'm actually joint manager. Isn't yeah, that's yeah. I, I all right, but, mate. Yeah, I oh, joint, yeah managers, mate. joint manager. I've been joint manager for about five years. But, um, oh, right. I still play. Yeah, no, I suppose. Yeah, people
3: realise, but. Yeah. yeah, oh, nice one, mate. I, yeah. I just for my I was wanted to be questions, really, mate. I mean, you've certainly shown great loyalty, mate, the Paramount, How many seasons have you chalked up with the club, mate? Like you say, when you've I was been 14, away. I think.
9: On the first span the second So what's that?
3: I'm forty-three now, twenty-nine years. Yeah. yeah oh, right. was away for eleven, was, yeah. was Away for eleven seasons. Yeah. With work. So probably eighteen. Yeah. 18 coming seasons, up to twenty, so you're yeah. mate. Brilliant. Yeah. That's brilliant, mate. And um, how many do you think's left in the tank, mate? How many more seasons? Um, Certainly looking fit enough, but well, I feel you're right. looking good, bit mate. Bit
9: tight, right? um, I reckon I've got a couple more in me. Yeah, yeah I'm still enjoying it. And i still feel. I think when it gets to the point you feel you shouldn't be out there and not doing the job anymore. Yeah. Or as a young player waiting to come in, you know, he's going to be better than you. I think that's the time to step away and, yeah. and give other people a chance. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah, I'm enjoying it. So I will try to keep playing as long as I can. as yeah. Long time not playing. Exactly. So, exactly, exactly, yeah. exactly,
3: Reese. Yeah, good. Uh, Good attitude, mate. And what's, I mean, you've had a brilliant career, mate. What's what's been your sort of lowest point of your career, and then on happy know what's what's been like the highlight of your career, mate? I've,
9: low. I've always enjoyed my football. really so low points. Yeah. I think when you get an injury, you're out yeah. for a few months. Yeah. That's always a bit of, a, of pain. Frustrating. I know, a couple years ago, I think my hip. I just couldn't get yeah. over it. I was, I was out for sort of three or four months. I could not kick a ball, and I said, that's it. I've, I'm done now. Yeah. Well, that, luckily it sort of righted itself, and I've been right ever since. So that's probably my lowest point, I'd say, because I didn't think I'd be able to play again. Uh, I think highest point would be playing on that side in '97, '98 when we yeah. won the treble. I think that was superb. So I felt really lucky to be part of that. Really, yeah. like, brilliant team, brilliant manager. Yeah. Um, I thought we were one of the best sides in the county at the time. Like, yeah. we You know, in that charity cup, we beaten sides it's like Choice like City, Two Point, Bournemouth. For them in the we should have won that, really. Yeah, yeah, it was like Nuki, wasn't it, yeah, it? I remember was, yeah. watching that one, yeah. mate. Yeah. So that was, was like a privilege, really, to play in that team. Yeah. No, no, I want not say there's no any outstanding individuals, just a really good, good side team. Yeah. Everyone played for each other. Yeah. Um, yeah, was, yeah, loved it, really. Yeah. You, always,
3: you always hope you're going to play in a side like that again. Yeah. I mean, things are so, now, mate. Nah, I know, mate. You sort nah. of get that sort of two, like, you know, one season that is special, mate, That's don't it. you? Or, yeah, yeah. That was certainly it, mate. Yeah. Um, I mean, for a defender, mate, you score a lot of goals. Mm. I mean, what. What gives you more pleasure, mate? A last ditch goal saving tackle, mate, or scoring at the other end, uh, mate? Well, so or both?
9: 20 years ago, probably been scoring a goal, but I think yeah. these days, being an out and out defender now, I think it is a last ditch yeah. tackle. I think yeah. if you judge on how many goals you're conceding and yeah. stuff, and I actually genuinely like defending. Yeah, well, uh, you're, good of, at, you're good at so, it, mate, anyway. Yeah,
3: so. Um, yeah, I think it would be that, really, roughly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice one, mate. Um, I mean, you played with and against some good players over the last 25 years or so recently. Yeah. I mean, who's been your tough and, toughest opponents, if you could name a few? And, and who's the best players you've played with, if you could sort of name a few? Opponents,
9: I suppose... Um I remember when I went to Launchon that season playing against Glenn Hooper, who was probably mm-hmm. in his around his prime yeah. that sort of time, I thought he was absolutely class. Yeah, like, his, his yeah, his yeah. movement, his touch, yeah. Yeah. brilliant, really. Joy to joy to play against, yeah, really. Yeah. He was class, mate. And the then moves. um I, I remember playing against Paul Levin and Gary Bannister, yeah, he's supposed yeah. Forest. Played vets like. with him, mate. Yeah, Great like, blow, I what can a player. I couldn't get near no. him. I couldn't no. get near him. So good. Not lovely chap as well, Yeah, like, yeah him lovely him, right? guy off the field as well, yeah, I'd say they're the two. Most difficult yeah. I've come up against just class, a little bit of class yeah. about them. Isn't they? You can
3: tell they've involved, been involved in yeah, professional yeah. games, are like Yeah, they. two good players there, mate. Um, um, and what about the best players you played with, well, mate? Something else with
9: asked this other day, actually. And I reckon I couldn't name one. I reckon when I first started playing for Parandwell, I think the, the ones I looked up to were Simon Fisher, yeah, Ian Arnold. Brian Fisher yeah. and Nigel Braben they was sort of yeah. like the mainstay of the team when I came into it. Right. They had been there for years. They were well through and through, and they're all, all completely different players, but they're all great players, I thought, and yeah. Win- winners. Yeah, I, you they know I've, I thought I've, a lot of what they had rubbed off on me. I think, and I learned yeah. a lot from them. They're nice guys, and yeah. so I think they're the four best players. I couldn't pick one of them apart really. Nah, all nah. very different. I think yeah. they're the, obviously there's I play with yeah, and done yeah. fantastically well to come from here and then get a yeah, career exactly. in a professional game. But yeah. I always look up to the, the guys I just mentioned. Yeah, I think yeah. they are good players and, and top yeah. blokes with it. Good shape, yeah. mate,
3: yeah. yeah, good shape. And finally, mate, don't want to keep you too long, mate. I know yeah. you want to get in the shower, but it's a bit of boiling hot day Reese, yeah, isn't like it? Twenty two degrees me? it was today was it? Yeah, when I pulled up here, mate, yeah. so I did feel for you for you lot, mate, out there running around. I mean thanks for thanks for talking to the old Rappo and Deeks Friday fix, yeah. Reese, it's been good to get you on, mate. Yeah. Just one last question, mate, before I let you go. I mean, what's the future, old mate? You, you sort of, you just said like you're joint manager with Fish, mate. Do you, yeah. do you see you managing? Yeah, a like, lot for the future, mate. I'd like to carry on. I like yeah. The way the results are going at the moment in the league, I don't know if. We'll, ah, <laughs> we'll yeah, that, yeah.
9: You're in we'll a false position, mate, aren't we'll you? Once yeah, we've got players back fit, and we want we want a bad side on our day, and we have got everyone no, there, so I'm not yeah. worried about that. But yeah, I like it. I love it. I've got a really nice bunch of lads, are loyal, very loyal to the club. They've been here for years. Um, so they're a joy really to manage you know as it's moments don't get me wrong yeah. like any club but yeah I think I'd like to stay on here doing what I'm doing with fish and mm-hmm. um as long as they have me, I can't really see myself doing it anywhere else. To be perfectly nah, honest, be so. weird
3: to see it playing somewhere else. Yeah, to be honest with
9: you, I Yeah, that's that's the plan. I'll try to carry on. As long, be, I'll be involved with Parma in some capacity, yeah. hopefully, for as long as I can. Excellent, yeah.
3: mate. Excellent. Well, thanks a lot, Racy. Thanks for coming on, thanks, mate. Nice. And uh, have a great very season. Very nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, listen every week It's really
9: good. It's uh, good uh, stuff you're doing there, mate. So uh, thanks. Mate. Keep it up.
7: A place where legends are born.
1: Yep, thanks, Recy, uh, for the comments about the podcast. And, and also, let's uh, also thank Martin Daltrey for earlier when he uh, mentioned about the podcast. So a couple of people that listened to it, yeah, they must yeah. be bad. They've not got anything <laughs> better to do. <laughs>
3: so, Rapper, no problems with that interview? No, nah, Reese's a top lad, any not he, Dave? He's, um, you know, even though... Because I thought, you know, after they just lost 4-1, <laughs> I thought, oh, no, perhaps Recy don't fancy speaking though. But Did he line him up but, before or not? Yeah, I did. I did give it, you know, I said, you're all right." For straight after, like, Recy. And he, <laughs> yeah, he didn't even have a shower, mate. He just come come over straight after him, did it. So he's he's a top lad. He's still playing well, Dave, you know, brilliant. I mean, you know, he, he's been around Cornish football a lot, mate. He knows, you know, knows the score, mate. So loyal to Perham well, mate. I mean... Obviously, he had a couple of quick sort of um, stints at other clubs, but, it, you know, he could have gone anywhere, really, and he stayed loyal to Paramount So, not many around of Reese's Elk anymore, Dave, is there, really? No. Sort of one club, or virtually one club, players like that, mate. Mm. Okay, well... What are we doing this weekend, And Are you taking in any games? Yeah, I think I'm off to St. so South Ash, Dave, I think. No. I know, I know, I know. So what? It's a, Penrind, uh, no, no game? Yeah, got St. Ives as well. Dave, cracking game, Penrin St. Ives. But it's bang in the middle of me, nights, Dave. So i got to sleep, mate, and I? So I've got to stay up this way, really. Ah, but, right. So you're working yeah, Saturday night, right? Yeah, yeah I'm working enough. like Friday night and Saturday night, mate. So it's bang, right. you know, I've got to... Come home. Like last week, I stayed at Torah Day to watch the um, Well yeah. game. I worked Friday night and then had a couple of hours of kip in my car. Saturday morning, mate, popped up to see my sister and a new dog, mate, and then it was straight off the football for the two o'clock kickoff, mate. And then obviously, Viv's birthday, mate, you know, County Arms for tea after a quick look at Torah City. And then it was back to work, mate. So it was a ridiculous, though. I think I had. I worked out, mate. I had two hours sleep and about 40. So, Mm. virtually, you know. It's not good for you. Nah, I'm I'm no youngster (laughs) anymore, David. So, I thought I'd better be sensible this week, mate. But hopefully, make me a lug and away game next week, mate. Hopefully, because. I'll be starting that night dave you know so right. so hopefully i just might, might stay up for a bit of tea somewhere in, around the area and then go work after me. so
1: mm-hmm. okay yeah. well it's an all still sort ash for you and um, yeah well it's got to be you, you going me. that one yeah, yeah. I, I was, i'm going to that one yeah, before it's that so- though um, tonight pins against port levin oh yeah. yeah Charlie Young in action hopefully uh, scored midweek I see he also scored yeah. last Saturday he scored at so mate, didn't he? Yeah. goals
3: uh, are going in for him man in form mate isn't he good player mate that's why Dave. Eh? good player
1: yeah good so player. Uh, but yes he also sodash. that'll be a tasty one
3: yeah yeah. game of the weekend in Colm morning, not Oh, Dave without, Ooh, without I mentioned that word tasty how's lasagna, lasagna doing yeah he's not quarter past five yet Dave is it no I don't want to burn it mate uh, okay. <laughs> well
1: the sun is still going but
3: we're out of time yes mate yeah good to speak to you mate another week in Cornish football slips by mate
1: (laughs) (laughs) it does thanks to everyone that's listened and uh, to all those that have contributed Um, yeah well that's it we really are out of time
3: and uh, well I've just got to start getting the old taste buds going yes mate it'll probably be uh, better than last week's chilli Dave that's for sure (laughs) okay goodbye everyone cheers everyone Thanks for listening.
1: We hope you enjoyed the show.
4: Your Cornish cool podcast. <laughs>